We gotta, we gotta have Nick Diaz. Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night. All day. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast. Stop, stop, stop. Is that Joe Diaz? Yeah, I don't think you should do that anymore. I don't think that's entertaining. I don't like that. Okay, I don't like that. I want to hear Nick Diaz's voice. It's Nick Diaz, a fighter, a UFC guy. It was the coolest thing ever. He won a fight, then after the fight, he goes, "Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night." Oh, that's cool. Oh, it's the greatest moment of my life. Joe Rogan experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night. All day. So, this guy likes fucking around with the speeds of things. He's got he's got some technological ADD going on. <laughs> Dom Herrera, welcome to the show, show my friend. Thank you, Larry. So happy to have you here. Dom Herrera, just before, just to all you folks out there in the cyber world, is uh, a guy that I actually paid to see before I got into comedy. I was a huge fan, and uh, I, I just I loved stand-up comedy. I loved watching Evening at the Improv, and I took a date to the uh, to Nick's comedy stop in Boston to watch Dom Herrera. I think maybe I had done an open mic, like maybe once, maybe. I might not have even. It might have even been before. But I remember I watched it up there. And uh, one of the things you you uh, first of all you you were you fucking killed. And you were one of the few guys that could survive that crazy Boston gauntlet that they used to throw at all the national headlines. They, they liked me and they I, loved I, you. I, yeah, so. Everybody loved you. But it was uh it was a tricky situation that Boston gauntlet they used to put oh, yeah. people through. They would take a guy Follow like Follow this. Yeah, Billy Crystal, you know, would come into town, right? And they would make Billy Crystal they would purposely put up the best local guys steve sweeney don gavin kenny kevin Rogerson, knox kenny rogerson dennis leary everybody would go up with 15 minutes of fucking fury too they everybody did do, short sets they are supposed to do 50 at the end yeah and then you know at the end first of all they've made everyone laugh with every local reference humanly possible yeah. And if there's anything people love in Boston, it's a Boston joke. It's a problem. I had like my first 20 minutes all revolved around Boston because when you're when you're fucking sinking out there and you're looking for some, you know yeah. that you can make fun of a girl from Revere because she has right. big hair. That's right there. It's in my it's in my wheelhouse. I could pull that out. You know, mm. you you could always go with like local Charleston, references. The, yeah. the Irish girls and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There was a, there's always something like well, and then you're in Mattapan after dark. <laughs> speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You could you could do like local jokes and you survived. You survived. You're one of the few guys. I saw a lot of guys eat a fat bag of dicks. I heard Richard Lewis hid under the stage afterwards. Oh, I heard he. After, I heard, well, I've heard that a few times with that guy. He's a, apparently if he doesn't get like his crowd, like he has a very specific yeah, crowd yeah. that like comes out to see him, and sometimes. You know, people maybe don't know what he's going to do before he does it. If they do, they love it. You know, they love that character. But if they don't, I, I think, uh, from what I've heard, it can go bad. I can, I can imagine. Yeah. Well, you remember Nick's? Nick's was the place where you saw me. Yes. And that was really a tough club, and especially the third show on Friday night. So I asked Jonathan Katz to do the show with me. And you know how Jonathan is very nebbishy and yeah. kind of... Little, little Jewish comedian. He was the host of my first open mic. Was he? Yeah. He was nice to you, right? Great. Guy. Yeah. yeah. And he, uh, I said, John, do the show with me. He goes, I can't. I can't go in there. I said, come on. I'll protect you. You know, I'll watch your back. So he goes up. They actually started heckling the back of his bald head <laughs> before he got to the stage. They're fucking booing him. Oh, right? Wow. For nothing. He didn't even say anything. Yeah. And he goes up and he goes, uh, precisely. And just walks <laughs> off the stage. That was <laughs> <laughs> but they booed him before he talked. I yeah. love that. 
Boston was an interesting mix of uh, college-educated people and savages. Yeah, it's uh, it is one of the it has I think it has the highest amount of colleges per capita in the country. And I couldn't get in any of them. Uh, yeah, I never, I, you know, I saw I used to see street fights there when when you didn't see them anymore. You see guys that yeah. you knew, they didn't go home from work. They had a tie, white shirt hanging out. Oh yeah, battling each other. There's still fights in Boston. Boston yeah. dudes will still fight. It's one of the few places where you're probably not going to get shot. No. <laughs> Dudes would actually want to duke it out with you. you might get stomped, but yeah. not shot. Well, you could get shot, though. Everyone has baseball bats, you, but no one plays baseball. You run into the wrong kids from Southie, you could get shot. Anybody could get shot there, too. But uh, you do definitely see like more fistfights there. Yeah, I always think of you as a New York act. Well, I was born in Jersey. But, uh, I, I mean, I got better in New York. When I was in Bo I developed in Boston, but I was only there for four years doing stand-up. Right. You know, I moved to New York only four years into my act. <sighs> it was, uh, and I got a manager, so that my manager, who's still my manager to this day, uh, it was selling me as a headliner. But I wasn't really a headliner yet. You didn't have the minutes. You probably had the talent. but I had, I had a good solid 15 that <laughs> would yeah, drag yeah. out to 40 if the crowd was right. Remember no. the first time this guy Hiram Caston? I remember me, that guy. Got me a gig for uh, $75, and I had to do 45 minutes. I said, I only have 25. He goes, like, you know, like, like Jesus with the fishes. He goes, go out there, do it. It will come. <laughs> you know, it will come unto thee. And it, I don't know if it came or I just did already, you know, crowd work because I didn't have the time. Oh, yeah, those were silly days. I couldn't believe people could do 20 minutes. When I had five minutes, I go, how the fuck did I remember 20 <laughs> minutes in a row? What's the longest flat-out set of just stand-up you've ever done? I'm not real good at real long set. I, I Probably an hour and a half. That's about all you should do, right? I think I love a 45-minute set. Yeah. Boom. A crusher, right? Just get off wanting, you know, yeah. them wanting more instead of... Yeah, I've done know. long. I've done too long. I used to do these Q&As at the end of my shows. Yeah, but that's different. It, it, it goes into something. Eh, nah, nah, it was getting too Seinfeld long. Seinfeld used to do that. People were falling asleep near the end. They get bored. <laughs> Girlfriends are like, yeah, you know, it's you can only talk. No, but I don't care who. And maybe it was Charlie Murphy that said this. It might have been. Oh no, it was Joey Diaz. It was I've never Joey heard Diaz. Charlie Murphy quoted before. Oh, he said <laughs> I quote him all the time. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Murphy, get to know Charlie Murphy. He's a deep dude. Is he really? I, yeah. know. I don't know. He, he's a deep dude. He he says some uh, pr pretty interesting shit. He's a great fucking storyteller too. He's a good guy yeah. all around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Charlie, you would like Charlie Murphy, Dom. You would like. I'm sure guy. I would. Yeah, it's always really weird would. for those guys whose brothers like Tony Rock. Yeah. He's Chris Rock's brother. Tony Rock is fucking He's great. Good. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking funny, man. I hadn't seen him in years, and uh, I saw him at the improv, and I had to go up to him afterwards. I go, dude, I haven't seen you in like a long time. Like, I go, God damn, you got good, man. Yeah, you he's got, got that good. glint in his eye that makes you laugh. Yeah. There's just yeah. something goofy and funny and really smart about him. friendly on stage, too, like fun on stage. Like you want to hang out with him. Like yeah, you want to yeah. have fun with him. You know, when you get to see a guy who's enjoying himself up there, it really makes you, you know, see when a guy's not anymore. It's one of the saddest things about our business when you see a guy who's just, oh. he doesn't even realize what he's got. He's got I know. the greatest job of all time. I, I, I know. It's, you know, the other night I was late for work and I worked 15 minutes <laughs> and it was at 10 o'clock at night. I, I was taking a nap. I was fucking late for work. How sad is that? And you know what? I'm, 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 and I'm such a half a fag that I was in, I was in the bathtub. I'm so lazy. I was shaving. I took a bath so I didn't have to stand and shave. Oh, my and God. 
But you know, and like they almost get, like they're calling me on the on the cell phone, thinking I wasn't showing. <laughs> yeah, and you're right around the corner too. Yeah, I'm a half a mile away. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> and you're still late. Oh, that's a real comic. There's something about comedians. It's man. Stripper time. But I love it. You know, it's like people. You know how people try and make it miserable, but it's got to be tough, huh? I go, well, it ain't tough compared to like working a coma. But yeah, you know, the big, was, but, it must suck the going word. on the road. I'd hate to be on the road all the time. I go, well, nobody's asking you. <laughs> nobody's asking you. Yo, know, I hate to fly to Australia. Nobody wants you in Australia. <laughs> what are you gonna do when you get there? You know what I mean? You're non-act. It's like people. You know, you ever get people to try and make your life miserable because oh, yeah. they're trying to like maybe make themselves feel better about themselves? And yeah. I, there's yeah. definitely people that will try to justify, you know, why they're happier than you and yeah. find, find the holes in your game. But as a professional comedian, it's, as long as you stay funny, and the only way to stay funny is just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't ever become a crazy person. Keep reading shit. Keep writing shit. Keep watching things. Keep coming up with new jokes. You're always going to keep doing it. Yeah, but I mean, I see guys like my age that are so bitter. I'm thinking, yeah. Why are you bitter? You fucking got away with life being a comedian. I know. You know, it's like, I love it. I, I want to get better. Well, you're wow. a you're a real comic, though, Don. You've always been a real comic. Like, the, as long as I've known you, you know, like I said, I, I paid to see you before I, I ever even did it, really. You, you've always been uh, just like that's what you are. You're not like a guy who's trying to get a series, and if you got that series in you, to band stand up or a guy no. who wanted to be. A movie. You're always just Dom Herrera, professional comedian from television. Oh, you know, yeah, you I mean, even introduce yourself like that. Dom Herrera from television. How you doing? Well, you know, like I was on Suzanne Summer's show when I came out here, and I really liked her. The show was really bad. It was called She's the Sheriff. She's the sheriff. Oh, no. And, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, beautiful blonde with big tits, and she's a sheriff. How'd she get that gig? And uh, at the end of the night, they'd always want to go out. I go, I got to go to the comedy store. And I go, well, why? You already have a job. I go, no, that's my job. Even This is my side job. You know what I mean? Being in, being in a sitcom was my side job. My real job is being a stand-up. Like, and that's the way I take it. Like, even any times I got series or anything else, I love acting. I love working with people, but I love stand up's my favorite. It's the most fun thing ever. We used to talk about it after when I was doing um, uh, news radio. You know, I'd come back to the store and you'd be like, yeah, there's nothing. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. You still want to go up there and kill. I remember we yeah. talked about it and yeah. saying, like, because I remember because you were getting the, you know, these series and you was like, always practice stand up. Oh, yeah. I tell uh, Daniel Tosh that because yeah. he's on top with the Comedy Central thing, but he practices stand up still. Yeah, yeah. And what, you know, what happens when we get fired from a series? We still right. got our job. Right. How cool yeah. is that? Yeah, the last thing you want to do, I don't like being dependent on anything. That's why I oh, like it's so doing, nice not having a boss, yeah. Yeah. Well, the best boss I've ever had for sure is the UFC cuz they're they're you, they couldn't be better people to work for. I mean, my I, I've, I've never had a Yo, single I never seen you so happy. I love it. Has been you're so good at that. You're so fucking sharp and and like you make it like I was telling you you break it down. You know, you make me understand the fighting more. Well, I try to explain it as if, like, your smart friend is over that hasn't seen fighting before. Exactly. And I want yeah. to make it exciting for him. I want, uh, And I'm talking you through how I'm looking at it. I'm looking at his paths. I'm like, this guy's yeah. got this path. He's got to secure that arm. He's got to get his hand connected. You know, and, and when yeah. you, you bring people in like that, you, you're, you're, what you're in is my mind. I mean, that's what's going right. on in my head when I'm watching the fight. Yeah. I'm like, go watch them out. Knee to the stomach. Knee to the stomach. Oh, he's got full mount. Oh, <laughs> you know, I see it coming. You know, I see, like, these paths. Yeah, yeah. And I want to just guide people through the path. It's 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 the most non-job job I've ever had. Oh, I can see it. I can. Yeah. You look like you're just you're floating through it. Ah, you know what? I love it. 
I, the thing I realized about myself was that I love violence, <laughs> but it has to be real. Like I don't like violent movies. Da, 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 and yeah. like to see Joey Pesci, a sixty-year-old guy, beating up some twenty-year-old kid. Yeah, what the fuck? You know, fucking bullshit. <laughs> I, when I was there that night, when you invited me to the palm, and I see these guys really getting fucking whacked, and and you know, you you know when it really yeah. hits the reality is when you're sitting. Like I told you, I was sitting behind the guy's <laughs> mother and girlfriend when he got knocked out, and the mother's like, "Jimmy," you know, like real. So, you know, yeah. I love the the pounding they take. Yeah, it's how um, about that kid? Remember the kid, the Tasmanian Devil, that just ran up the, the the thing and did like flips over. Do you remember him talking about? It was kind of maybe he was like maybe mulatto or maybe from an island or something. He's kind of a light skinned black kid, and he was oh. phenomenal. Oh, I know. He was he was he was God, leaping in the air like eight feet and. You know what I'm talking about, Joe? I, I do. I can't believe I don't have his name on the top of my. Hold on. Oh, but he was. It, it was like they sped the camera up when you were watching him. He was, you know, he was the one that knocked the guy out. Yeah, I have to. Uh, I have to find out what his name is right now because uh, he's fucking brilliant, and he's an up and coming kid. So just give me a second. Well, while we're waiting, let, let's talk more about <laughs> supplements. <laughs> hey, Dom, what was it like meeting Johnny Carson? Was, do you have any stories of anything cool that that, that happened? That well, maybe you... the thing about it is, and that was like in 1986. Right. So that's when The Tonight Show was still really big, and it was not fun. It was a it was an experience. It was like a um, an imprimatur of comedy. It was His an experience. John. 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 Shit. Sorry, keep going. Johnny shit. Uh, but Carson, I... I wanted to. I looked in the hills in Burbank, and I wanted to run away. I wanted to run away and start a new life, like in the hills, because I was so fucking afraid of going out on that stage. When they, because Jim McCauley, the guy who booked it, comes and talks to you, and then they pull it back, and there it is. John Dodson. Sorry. You know, what's his name? John Dodson. That was the kid. Yeah, he's amazing. He's oh a my fucking God. super athlete. What an kid. athlete! He, he 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 moves like a cartoon. Yeah, flies through the air. Yeah, it's just super talented. When he was kid. doing that flip, he was like running up yeah. the walls. Yeah, he's uh, incredible. Yeah, he's incredible. He's uh, yeah, he does like cartoonish shit. It's like so like so gifted. You know, yeah. he's just got like a, almost like an acrobatic ability. So go back to the other story. Whatever you're saying, you were terrified. You're so you're terrified to go on this Sorry. stage. And oh no, he's asking about the back, Tonight Show. Shows, yeah. The curtain goes back, and it's unreal that you hear Johnny Carson laughing and Ed McMahon. Oh, and see, I had done a joke about Ed McMahon, and when yes. when I yeah. saw him backstage, he pulled me towards him. I think, oh fucking Ed's going to slide me right before I go on because oh. he. And I, actually, I didn't know that he loved the joke. But you remember the joke? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. like um, you call them outposts. What, what, what do I call? I said I met Ed McMahon. He's you know he's been in show business for thirty five years. What, what do I go up to him and say hi, Ed? Do I call him Mister Ed, Mister E, Mister Eddie McMahon, Mister You Big Fat Lucky Talentless Hump, kissing Johnny's ass for the last thirty years? You Budweiser sucking outpost slinging nothing. What do you do? I don't mean that in a bad way. That was a joke, right? You know, not a nice joke, but hopefully, you know, he took it in the spirit that I, he was a big success and I was a new comic, and that's the way he took it, you know. That's awesome. I watched Johnny Carson every single day. I never missed it. And I was a kid, and that was, there was no VCRs when I was a kid, but I would sit there and watch it every day. I think I remembered you uh, from that when I first moved to uh, uh, LA. I met you at the comedy store, and I was like, from Johnny Carson. Oh, wow. I, I for sure, I for sure saw young Carson. Yeah. I saw a bunch of guys on Carson that wouldn't be great comedians. I saw Jenny on Carson for the he first was, time. He was I a great comedian. He was a great comedian. Did Ed smell he like was, Jack he, Daniels? Isn't he one of the most underrated guys, don't you think? 
if you go back. Probably the people wouldn't know, yeah. but they'd know. They'd go, oh, yeah, that guy. But, yeah, as far as, like. Uh, Do you remember how good, how strong his act was in, like, the late 80s? The late yeah. 80s, like, uh, 80s, like, in the early 90s. He would go, he went to uh, Eastside Comedy Club, and they said he did, uh, he did three different shows in a row, three complete different hours. Completely yeah. different from beginning to end. Yeah, he was mad at me for like uh, 10, 15 years because when he started out, he only had 25 minutes like a lot of us. And I, I had to cover for him and me and this guy, Mitch Walters. We were in Florida and at this place called The Comic Strip. And he would, he would we used to, I used to say we'd squirrel his money in the daytime. We would buy all the food for the place. Then he'd buy chicks at night, you know, buy drinks for chicks at night. And so we started calling him Squirrel. And, you know, it was just like normal ball busting, like very mild hazing. But he took it real seriously, and he was hurt. And, and he, was, he was mad for years. I go, but Rich, we're just kidding. But, you know, he was the kind of, I mean, I didn't know that he was, he was so psychotic that he was in that kind of pain that he would shoot himself. But, you know, he, I did see symptoms of incredible insecurity and incredible holding on to things, you know. Right. Uh, but I mean, isn't it that's so common with like really good comics, isn't it? There's like yeah. so many good comics that are just so fucking nutty. You know, all of us are. I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 I straddle reality a lot. <laughs> I, I do. I, stra I mean, if it wasn't for alcohol and Xanax, I mean, I wouldn't go out of the house half the time. Really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I have ag or ag agoraphobic uh, feelings. I don't really get turned really? into the Oprah thing, but when did that start happening? <laughs> oh, since I was a kid. Since uh, I was really? abandoned in uh, the uh, Yellowstone National Park, I was, I was abandoned in the Grand Canyon. So I have a fear of widths. Uh, I, I don't know. I <laughs> wow. Mean, I don't want to get too heavy, but yeah, I, I've always had. You don't have any neurotic. You things? were in. You weren't really abandoned. No, no. It's, That's just a joke. It's not even a joke because a joke would be funny. That was kind of so funny. So just to say, it was just shocking if it was true. <laughs> I was thinking if, if you were on stage, <laughs> I would I would start laughing because I would go. Even you were being sensitive. I thought you were like underneath yeah. the tree, and I was thinking about like little squirrels coming up and yeah. kissing you and yeah, stuff. Yeah, trying to wake me up. I read this uh, story recently about this uh, guy who got killed by a bear. Real recently, and they had to track down I the bear that. that did it. It's happened twice in the last year, and in, in in Yellowstone, and it hadn't happened before since like the 1980s. It's pretty uncommon, but this one unfortunately wasn't just a kill. They had eaten part of this dude, so then you got to kill that bear. Yeah, like that that's a bear that's discovered that human beings are a food source and, and delicious, by the way. Yeah, yeah. and easy to. Mm -hmm. I, I remember yeah. eating Sophie out once. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Come on, is this hey. thing on? Hello, hello. Where did I lose you, podcast hello. fans? I licked Burt Kreischer's nuts once, so it's the same thing. That don't what? make you gay, does it? No. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Just kidding. Bear, he's a bear. Never mind. So they uh, they had to track this bear down and kill it. And uh, it's uh, they, they're all tagged anyway, aren't they? I don't think so. No, no, no there's I, mean, I think a lot of them are, but I don't, I don't think they've got them all. I don't know how they deal with that, you know. It's kind of a weird thing. This is this one wild area that people venture into, but there's these huge dog things yeah. that will occasionally fucking eat you, well, especially you if they catch you with their cubs. When they're with their cubs, they get they get crazy. Well, what were you telling me before about the guy that beat up and killed all those wolves? It's oh, crazy. Talk story. about one significant night in your life. Yeah. He, you know, um, somebody says, I got a story. You got a story. I'll tell you this. Yeah, I, I wanted to say the exact right number, but I think it was uh, something on like 11 dead wolves. And he had shot a bunch of them, and then he had uh, apparently uh, run out of bullets. 
or his gun jammed, and then he beat a bunch of them to death with his butt. Wow. So they found him and like 11 dead wolves, and then eventually the wolves got him. The rest of the pack oh, killed him. Oh, they did get him. Oh, yeah, he's oh, dead. See, yeah, he was, uh, I believe I said, Al- I said Alaska, but it might have been wrong. It might have been Canada. How many wolves were in that pack? Seven. I don't know, man. They could be like a no, hundred. I didn't know that. They, I thought they, they were like five or six. Sometimes they're like thirty or fifty, really? but they're they've been super packs sighted recently in Russia that they're they're really getting scared of that they're in the hundreds. And what's nutty about that is they're all starving to death. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no fucking food out there, so they're sneaking into these uh, uh, industrial areas or farming areas and mm. just fucking up their cattle. Just going in there. I mean, you're talking about a hundred wolves just coming in in a, in a mass swoop. Could you imagine if you're living, you're you're some poor fuck that's a, a, you're a sheep farmer in Siberia or wherever the fuck you are, and you're just taking care of these sheep, and it's freezing cold out, and you hear them, you hear that stupid <laughs> shit every day, and then one day you look out the window, and there's four hundred fucking wolves. <laughs> 400 of them. Could you imagine? 400 fucking wolves. <laughs> that feeling of being trapped oh. in your house with 400 wolves out there. And like then they zombies. just start jacking sure, the sure. They just start jacking. Blah, 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 just tear them apart right in front They're of you. Showing their teeth. Oh, my well, God. Well, Joe, I, I told you. I made a confession to Joe this week that I didn't really, You know, I finally told him why I didn't come over his house because I was afraid of his pit bulls. Mm. And, you know, I know that they, they... All I pictured was the bull flying through the air <laughs> and, and latching onto my juggler and Joe screaming, he never did this before. <laughs> he really, He's really a sweet dog. They were Whoa. great with people. Pit bulls are great with people. It's I remember... It's not I remember people you, you have to worry about. One, he, he slid under the fence and was biting that other dog. He was yeah. That, yeah, he, he, I had to have my fence welded. I had to have a bar welded around the perimeter of the fence because he figured out that he could get his head in and bend the bars just by sheer force. Yeah. He had a, his, I don't he, want any animals that kind of I would never crazy. want, like, with the, They're so crazy. With the kids that you have, imagine your little girl they, look, they inadvertently were, I, I, poking I, her in the yeah. eye and the dog, you know what I mean? I agree. With kids, it's very dangerous, especially if they don't grow up with the kids, if they're not a baby with the kids. Then they get jealous. They, well, it's that. They get jealous. And also, <clears throat> they, don't, they don't think of it necessarily as a human being. It's small. It's a different thing. And they might bite it. You know that 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 is possible. If it annoys them, they might bite it in in a, in a way that they would never bite a person, but they might bite a cat. You know what I mean? Yeah, <clears throat> they're they're dangerous. Any dog is dangerous if it's not trained properly, and especially dogs with a high prey drive, except like Pekingese. <laughs> but they're so fun to be around. They're so friendly and loyal and energetic, and they they're so happy to see you, and they're so smart. They're such smart dogs. But unfortunately, all that intelligence comes with a burden, and the burden is the way they—they're ultra dogs, and the way they became ultra dogs is they raised them from yeah. fighting each other, and they killed all the ones that weren't superior. They really just kept the strong bloodlines, you know. So if you get a dog that's like a real fighting dog, those are some of the smartest dogs you'll ever have. Brian Callen used to have this pit bull, and it was like a direct fighting dog. We bought it from a dude who fought dogs. I was there with him. We went, and this dude, they would gamble on dog fighting. And the guy was explaining to us that the dogs don't die. And he's like, you don't let your dog get killed. And he goes, it's all about gambling. And it's all about breeding the, yeah. the pit bulls. That are, like, to them, 
he had been doing this for generation upon generation, apparently. I mean, well, that's what Michael Vick was saying, that it was a cultural thing. Yeah, I don't buy that, man. Well, yeah, I don't Michael buy Vick that. killed a lot of them by he, tort, elect- electrocuting them, them and, and all shit. that. Yeah. And come on, man. That's the the dark side of it is that yeah. they they take these animals after they, you know, let them fuck each other up, and then they shoot one of them or kill one of them. You know, they, the one that quit. They don't even want them to breed. Right. You know, if he got scared and turned away from the other dog, they don't even want him to breed. They want him to just fight mercilessly, fight until somebody pulls them off. It's just a fucked up thing to breed into a dog. It's a fucked up behavior trait to breed in. There's this old frail lady in Burbank that walks her pit bulls, two of them, oh every God. day. And every time I see it, I'm like, that's not cool. You that's have to so at least cool. be able to, like, thing. if something happens, take care of it and not slap it with a white glove well, and not, shit. Not every pit bull will freak out and fuck other dogs up. Some pit bulls are very well, uh, you know like socialized and well-trained and you know they're exercised well so they're you know they get tired out and you know, that's an important thing with dogs too. dogs are just like people man you got to throw the ball for the dog you know you got to give the dog some space you know i my dogs have a big yard to run around and it's great they need that man dogs need they need to be able to you know to just to blow off some steam yeah otherwise yeah. they're tense you know a dog that's in the house all the time it doesn't get to get out and those dogs will bark and jump up in the air they're fucking freaking out they're like oh, jesus christ you keep me in locked up in a box all day i'm a dog i'm supposed to be out running around you know so if you have two pit bulls man you better make sure that you put those fuckers through a good little work- workout routine i need to start bringing my dog here every time i do here? this podcast yeah, <laughs> dog. my poor dog. dog just sits there just like oh i have a dog who's in love with me poor he's twins. gay uh, the dog, he actually, when he sees me, he goes, oh, 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 you know, like, really? Is that fucking guy again? I love this guy. But I mean, really, like, you know, I don't do dog bits like that, you know, that in my act, but I mean, it really is amazing how he reacts to me, whatever it is. Yeah, you know. dogs are beautiful like that. That's why people like having them as pets. When people talk about having like a pet bird or something, like, what are you talking about, stupid? Well, about, uh, yeah, the snake. Go get up. Yeah, I almost bought a parrot. I admit, snake. I went through a parrot phase for How a while. Dare you? I just saw. I met a really cool parrot, and I was like, "That's so beautiful. I want that in my like b- bedroom." And I, then I, I think they're cool. Look, oh, you know, <laughs> I had a parrot once climbed up on my uh, my shoulder, and I had a baseball hat on, and he bit the little little top button off the top of the hat i was like ah that'd be fun to have around no <laughs> i i, I didn't buy it when it i found out they could live to be 120 years old shithead. <laughs> claws i don't trust anything with claws get the no. fuck out of here yeah. you know come fuck on that. what kind of creepy thing you got in your life that's a a, f- a falcon on your bird of this pr- new one that they just discovered they just did the, the, the newest fossil uh, that they've uh, uncovered of the biggest bird that ever lived. It was 30 feet long. It weighed 3,000 pounds. Wow. No. This giant fucking so predatory it was, monster It was the gray bird goose thing. of birds. So that's a dragon, right? Oh, yeah. If it's 30 feet long, that's a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not a bird. Oh, that's amazing. Well, it's covered in feathers. It's really so fucked. So are dragons, aren't they? Um, I don't know. Scale. Maybe they were scales and we just suck at feather detections. You know what I saw last night? Speaking of dragons, I saw the um, Wrath of the Titans. Is that what it's called? The newest oh. one? Oh, oh is, is it, it good? Is it better oh, than the last one? Oh, my God, is it bad. Oh, oh God, not my, again. Oh, my God, is it bad. That sucks. It's, it's so bad 
It's so it's so bad that you're almost like, did you even write this out, or did you just did you, just did you laugh at it? Was it that bad, or was no, it boring? It was stunning. It was stunning because it was a, first of all the CGI is fucking incredible. Okay, it was a CGI. And it good. seems like they just put the entire budget on making it look badass. I don't usually even like 3D movies, but this is a really well done 3D movie. Like, was it was it a kids movie? No. Well, yeah, sorta. I mean, it's like PG or something like that. Maybe it's PG thirteen for violence so good 3d good graphics sword fighting and shit um the, a lot of the monsters were incredible they had this fucking dragon thing this two-headed dragon holy shit was it cool like really fucking cool so there's good things about this movie. the yeah the monsters it's like a cgi it's you know it's like a cgi video game monster porn film where the talking <laughs> in between the fucking is way too long you ever see uh, a oh movie? yeah i hate that well, get to it like come on especially like if you're in a hotel room and you can't fast forward it yeah. you gotta just like sit and watch these dummies act it's, out this i think she scene. likes you kiss yeah. her oh, I, I don't want to kiss her i don't want to get rejected outside. man after cindy left me i just <laughs> i just don't have that kind of confidence anymore oh you well <laughs> yeah i don't know what what could i do to give you more confidence I like the uh, the lesbian ones. They they make me laugh. Lesbian porns. Yeah, especially like the mother daughter ones. How sick is that? Wow. Oh. Yeah, that's fucked up. Mother daughter exchange club where these mothers take their daughters over to switch. Oh my one god. One goes. You know, they both go with older women, but the daughter. You ever see that one? No. I Neither have. did I. But I heard about it. I, <laughs> I would never watch something like that. It's I sick. Have, I have it on my phone. <laughs> Yeah, I saw one of them where a uh, mother and daughter were sharing a dick. Oh, yeah, I've the seen mother, that. The mother was stuffing it in the daughter's mouth, and it was the daughter's mouth. I mean, it's, the girl uh, looked like her. I saw where it was the yeah. son's dick. No. <laughs> I bet there's a video like that. Oh, no, there is. There is. There must be. Yeah. For real. There's, there's, some, there's one for everything. Yeah. If we've yeah. thought it up, somebody's what, already like started Come on my glasses. Oh, yeah. That's what I saw. Yeah. Fetishes. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, there's foot cum fetishes yeah. where dudes yeah. only want to come on girls' feet. There's uh, a fetishes where the people put fingers in guys' penis holes. Oh, <laughs> and guys like that. it, and guys like it. Don't, don't and then there's the other that. way around where it's guys fuck thick. girls' pee holes and like fit the How whole dick inside possible? their pee holes. How is it possible to get a dick inside? Of a uh, pee there's hole? videos. Look at it. It's fucked up. It's actually people it's like fucked it. Fucked up. I look at them every day. <laughs> yeah. I saw a paparazzi uh, thing yeah, happen last happened? night. This this is the craziest thing ever. Okay, uh, we were at the improv uh, for Comedy Juice, and there was a big gang of you know comics outside of the improv, you know, and just hanging out, smoking cigarettes and shit. And across the street, there's like this Mexican tequila bar, and uh, this some celeb- I love that bar. Yeah, some celebrity uh, came was coming out, and the valet put their car there, and it was like Lindsay Lohan style paparazzi's everywhere, like fucking flash bulbs and fucking jumping in on top of their car, like around their cars, you know, like just like surrounding them like zombie style. And so they're in the car, and they're taking photos of photos. And so all the comics were just screaming stupid shit across the street. Nothing, like, really bad. Like, one's just like, don't Princess Diana her. And, and right. uh, like, is that Lindsay Lohan? And sh- just stupid shit. Right. And... So the the car takes out, and it's some girl from I think uh, Fast and Furious too. I can't remember her name. Maybe Eva Menendez, Menendez or something like that. <laughs> I don't I don't even know if that was her. But I, it was, Spanish is not your first language. Yeah. And so she uh, drove by, and she's smiling at us, like like ha ha, you guys were funny while this whole thing happened. So it was cool because all the comics were like yeah, mission accomplished. And but then a second they left, 
all the paparazzis, this big gang, just fucking slowly started walking into traffic, like cars honking the horns, like slamming on their brakes, and they didn't give a shit, and they were just walking across the street, and then getting up into all the comics' faces and going, "You got a fucking problem, man!" And like, like they were like paparazzi all about, were doing that? yeah, and then they were all about to like fucking just start beating the shit out of all these fat improv comic guys, aggressive paparazzi. Yeah, it was crazy, and really? then and then uh, I. St- pulled out my iPhone and I started recording it uh, because that's what I thought I would do. But unfortunately, the the, the FaceTime was facing me, but I didn't notice it. Oh, so it's just my face door. going... <laughs> you you got door. your reaction. But, but, but then halfway through it, I look over, I'm like, oh, fuck. And I turn it over and then I show them all like walking away, like gang style, like walking through the street, like a fucking gang fight, right? It was fucking crazy. So then uh, uh, once they all they all take off and suddenly one of the paparazzis came back on this like motorcycle going down the wrong way of Melrose. It's like, like in and out of cars, like scary. It was scary. as fuck. He slams on the rights across the street, talks to the valets that he like points over to us and then fucking just takes off and blows through like two red lights. And I was just like, what the fuck well, are these paparazzi gang members? <laughs> it was scary, dude. It was like, I was just sitting there going, what the f-? Like, well, you got to think who these people are. They're yeah. people, they're stalkers. They're professional stalkers. They're fuck. They're they're terrifying. Those guys are terrifying. Well, they also, I think they have to fortify because a lot of people like lash out at them. Yeah. You know? Well, now a I, lot of people don't like Can you imagine that. being Lindsay Lohan though or somebody like that and just yeah. having that shit happen to them? That's scary. I bet it is, man. I bet it is. Man, if that, what would you do? That's why I think the AIDS blood thing I was talking about. Like, you had AIDS blood and just started like well, winging it around. Really, honestly, I don't think it should be legal to have a gang of people just standing out there with a camera and photographing someone like that and freaking people out, and especially when they're walking in the traffic like that. Like that should be something you should be able to get in trouble for. Yeah. It I'm, seems like, you know, if you want to go bust pot shops, pot shops aren't hurting anybody. These guys are walking in traffic and big giant groups of them freaking out some chick. Unless, and here's the big unless, and this is the real unless. It's all planned. Unless for. she set it all up. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was do. thinking too, because it was like, why is Listen, there 25 man. people and none of us know who this girl is? I think that's what they do. Man. Yeah. Look, yeah, everybody's got to grind out a living. I don't, I don't hate a guy trying to make a living. If the, West, the way you can make a living is taking pictures of Eva Mendes or whoever the fuck it is as long as they're not really harassing people and I don't think they are for the most part I think a lot of it there's a few that I mean like f- clearly when Britney Spears was going bonkers and shaving her head and, and running around and beating cars with an umbrella clearly they were just following her there, there was no agreements there right. they were like let's follow this crazy bitch all day she's bound to do something nutty you know this is, this is easy pickings but I know for a fact that people set up fake situations where they tell someone, a, pu- a publicist will set it up with the paparazzi so the paparazzi waits for them. Right. So they make it look like it's a big deal. You know, like, the, oh my God, they're everywhere I go. What am I going to do? Right. Meanwhile, they're fucking asking for it. They're setting it up. Of it's, course. Yeah, it's part of, uh, part of the whole, you know, let, let's be famous thing. You know. It was scary though. It, it, it to me that, that if that was me uh, that had that happen to me, like with all the because those people were trying to pull out in their car, and there was just like twenty people around their car. They were like, "Come on, get the fuck out of way away from my car," you know. And mm-hmm. they're just like touching your car and shit, and that that would that's. Yeah. Fucked up, and there's so it's much flashes. Cool. How are you even yeah. being able to see when you're we're trying to pull out in the traffic? Yeah. The flashes alone. Those people, any flash bulbs going off, all those people should be like tickets. Like there's like like you, that's like saying that's like trying to distract somebody 
Fuck texting. Imagine yeah. flashbulbs in your fucking face. Well, it's it's definitely just a giant mass of people that you say are blocking the traffic. You shouldn't be able to do that. Would it's you ever want ridiculous. Lindsay Lohan on a podcast? Why? I think it would be interesting to so, talk to her. I think she's hot, man. You like her? I, I like, like that? that skanky blonde look. I mean, because she's got a beautiful she even face. Blonde? She's redhead again. But it's I mean, so hot when now. she was blonde and was like obviously <laughs> still like blonde. a little girl. She's, she's so, so hot again. Hot <laughs> she needs to stay redhead. <laughs> she might be the hottest. She's so hot. She's so hot. hot. My contention about a lot of celebrities, and when Michael Jordan was at his peak, and I really believe that they they don't they find people annoying, but if they weren't if they weren't recognized, they'd feel insecure. Yeah, hey, I'm Michael right. Jordan. I'm over here. Don't bother me. Right, you know, don't yeah. you think about a lot of these guys? Some people, they definitely, it's it's like being recognized is a big part of it for them. It gives them a charge when they go somewhere and they get recognized. You know, we had like you know Everlast from House of Pain, who's on the other day. Yeah, and yeah. he's the exact opposite. He likes being able to sneak in. Favorite podcast yeah. of all time, by it's the way. Two hundred and one's my favorite. Thanks a lot. Pretty goddamn good. This is two hundred two. <laughs> Try harder. This now. could be. I feel like, we're, just, pick I feel like we're close. I feel like we're real close. Pick up the pace. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He, he the reason why I liked it because he played live acu- acoustic songs. Oh, so cool. Me and Joe yeah. pretty much got our own concert. Oh, right? I love that. It was and fucking awesome. The songs were like new songs we had not heard before, and they were really good. Man, well, he's a good fucking. Song I was having writer. heart palpitations. Anybody that can do what you can't do that you love, yeah, it seems so impossible. You know, because when people go stand up comedy so hard, and I'm thinking. Yeah. You're playing a, a twelve string guitar, <laughs> yeah. Like, like this neurosurgeon friend of mine. So, so I That's see, hilarious. I know people laugh for you know, like we can't have a neurosurgeon for it because we're like you know joke monkeys. That's not what I'm mad. I know. Uh, I just go ahead because I know what you're gonna say. Go ahead. What he says, I can never do what yeah, you do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, he's a neurosurgeon. Uh, I mean, that's hilarious. I, he said, but he said, I can never do what you do. I said, I said, no, but at least you can kid around a little. You could kid around with your family, make people. Live. I can't do a little neurosurgery. Yeah, you know, I can't, that's can't, funny. It's true, though. You can't pop into the ORE. Guess who's getting the head cracked open? Well, there's a lot of people that wish they were funny. There's a lot of like really staid... A lot of people think they're funny, too. People. Some people think they're funny, but there's a lot of people that wish they were. Yeah. And just for whatever reason, they can't figure out how to how to do that. What is that? Do they take themselves too seriously? I don't know. I Are think they they're not? deluded a lot of times that... There was a guy, he said, you know, I'd like to be a comedian. He goes, but I'm not funny. <laughs> I go well, you know. I'd like to be a fucking trapeze artist, but I'm not very acrobatic. You know, I mean, like, what, what, if you're not funny, how can you be a comedian? And we know a lot of comedians that aren't funny, but they're successful because they know some of the tricks and they're good looking or they're good at marketing themselves. You know, yeah. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of people that get to a certain level, and you're like, wow, really? You got that far? That's amazing. Yeah. With with that, you know. But they like piece together an act based on what they think is relevant right now, right? Like, you know, well, there, of, there's certain key things yeah. you can always say and get applauses. Yeah, especially like if you're doing like a, a specific ethnic cultural thing. Say like you're doing like a Latino. Oh, brother, boom! You know, you know, like, you know, you say a couple Spanish words and you get like a big thing. You know what I mean? You right, see it with right, right. with any kind. I see it with Italians. I see yeah. it with blacks. Right. You know, what's yeah. up with that? Man, what's up? You know, man, and the white guy. Don, go- that's a really good black impression. That's really good. Are you serious, Joe? Yeah, it's pretty good. I thought it was a black guy in the room with me for a second. You close your eyes. Go ahead. What's up with that? Man, what's up with people who say what's up? Holy cow. That's that, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dom was the host of the one of the first TV shows I was over on, too. Remember we did that, that thing in Montreal? Was it um, comedy from the danger zone or something? Oh yeah, like yeah, that? right, yeah. right. That was fun. Yeah, what a what a. I remember uh, bringing you up. Yeah, that was fun. Montreal. 
That was one of the best festivals ever. That's a, that was a fun festival. I, I love that city. It's a great city. Yeah, talk about fucking hot girls. Oh Lord! Even oh, the, Lord. my goodness, oh, even, even, my say that. even the ugly sister is beautiful. There's a lot of pretty, pretty girls up there. My goodness, it's a, it's amazing. Sophie too, was pretty, wasn't she? My Sophie, very pretty. Ooh. What's amazing is that right below that is monsters. It's fucking Maine. It's monsters. Really? Oh, monsters. Isn't that weird? Monsters. I know you know. Not what? all monsters, ladies. Don't get mad. I've had some pretty girls in Maine. Don't get me wrong. Look, when I go home, after living in Hollywood, and you see the staff at the Laugh Factory, well, you haven't been there a while. Our staff is, could be like girls at the Laugh Factory. They're so beautiful. Wow. Right? And I don't know who's hiring them, but it's it's either a woman who's not jealous of other women or a man because they're, they're beautiful. And I go back to where I'm from, and not that I, you know, look at me. It's not like I, I'm so hot. I'm, I'm kind of cute in a way, but... People look like uh, like extras from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're shuffling around and shit. And you know, you get used to this level of beauty that's out here. It's a weird level of beauty too. It's like a really hard to maintain level. Oh yeah, you know you Katana, know? Katana, the the Japanese restaurant next mm-hmm. to the store. Yeah. Okay, Is that so the place next to the store? we were in Jones one night, me and my friend. And uh, he says, man, she's hot, huh? I go, yeah, she's really hot, but she ain't Katana hot. You know what I mean? Like, there's all levels. You, oh, you go in there, funny. and it's like the international beauties. Yeah. There's a black chick. There's an American Indian. There's yeah. a, there's an Indian Indian. There's a white girl. There's a they're, they're, ridiculously hot Asian girl with a star oh. tattoo over her eyebrow or something. You know, and you're like, whoa. Am I in a real movie? <laughs> if I ever date another girl, I'm going way low. If I ever date another girl, I'm going way low. I'm going way like Olive Garden ugly. Like, I'm not Why? getting Katana hot. I, I think it's just... You think hot's too I, much I, work? I, I think I just need to be taken care of for a while. What? <laughs> you know? Like, you like I, I date all these girls where I'm, like, uh, having to, like, be a certain person and, like, do, like, a bunch of shit. Like, a lot of maintenance involved with dating hot well, girls. Yeah, like, make what kind more of money are you having to do? You know, like, uh, just, I don't know, try harder. You know? What? You have to try, try harder. harder. I'm just what is tired that, of What does that mean? Like, I'm just tired of trying so hard. Well, I you just want to go. You, if you, I ever break up with my girl or whatever, and then, like, if I think the next girl on my date is going to be a girl, like, a, like, in a wheelchair or Wait something. Wait a minute. Do you have a girl now? Huh? Yeah, sure. You do? Do yeah. you? Yeah, a little here and there. So It's complicated. It's complicated. Oh. Um, so what, I don't understand what you're saying. What are you? What are you saying? You like, just want to be taken care of. You don't want to try. Like, like you don't want to move so much. I don't like. I'm dating people way out of my league. Right. And so I think I need to go back to the to, to the your minor league? leagues. Well, what is wrong with what's going wrong with the dating people out of your league? It's besides uh, the disbelief while you're fucking them. What the hell is wrong with mm, this person? Yeah, I don't it's know. Allowing me to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, what? Is, what is it besides that? It's uh, besides reality. You let things slide more, I guess. You know. Oh, you, you know let what I mean. Things slide with yeah. them. Like they yeah. get shitty with you, and you take it yeah. because they're hot as fuck. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not talking about my current situation at all. <sighs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm just saying in general. Well, if I've been thinking about it a lot lately, if someone has to appreciate you as much as you appreciate them. If there's any sort of an imbalance like that, like if someone feels like they can shit on you, you know, because you won't do anything because they have the upper hand in the relationship because you'll never break up with them. Right. There's a lot of people that get in those kind of relationships, and it's fucking stupid. Yeah. That's that. That's a, a shit way to live your life. A lot. It's a cowardly way to w- live your life, and that's why a lot of damaged girls will date guys that are way under them, and they do it on purpose to make sure that guy's not going anywhere. So, and a lot at- of times they'll meet like 
like some other dude and fuck him on the side. Right. That's what happens. I'm looking for a damaged girl. Yeah. I really am. I need somebody flawed because at my age, I can't go out with women my age. I'm not going to go, come on, Grandma, flip over. <laughs> you know? I'm serious. So, you know, I'm attracted to girls in their 20s, though. Right. I'm right. a lot older, obviously. So it never and, stops. It never No, but I mean, up. what I'm saying no. is I need somebody with issues. Right. Need somebody with daddy issues or right. flawed in some way or is so enamored by my talent they don't look at me like the Mongolian look that I am. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I really you got an Inuit thing going on. I do. I mean, <laughs> look, Joe, look how flat my face got from you know eating, drinking. But everything. I see you. You're actually trying to watch your your diet now. I mean, you had the chorizo and eggs. Yeah, for one you meal. You asked for egg whites. I know. It's hilarious. Like you asked for egg whites. Like, that's going to counteract the chorizo. <laughs> well, right? Yeah, I did the same thing. Egg whites time. and sausage. <laughs> Jerry's Deli is so delicious, though. It's hard, you know. That's You're going to yeah, have a cheat meal every now and then. That's a good place to do it. That's how Norm's is for me, man. It's so close to the comedy store. It's open 24 hours a day. Yeah. Fucking strawberry there. waffles, egg whites. The best place on Sunset is the standard. They still have the same kind of food. I, I don't like it anymore. No, it's you know what? You know what? They add the tip to it uh your 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 food and yeah. i just looked at it the other day and i'm like wait how long have they been doing this they they just kind of put the tip into your total yeah, so what mm. uh, so, you gave so i've been money. double tipping for like good, a year good good you did well good job i don't i just don't like people that do that yeah I, well they probably had to do it because so many fucking drunks come out of that bar well also people europeans and french canadians uh, yeah and, and that is and sort of an international that. sort of that's, a, a now joint. that makes sense that yeah makes sense. I they know that. everything about our culture and then all of a sudden they don't know about tipping right yeah they don't that's an alien oh, to them it's a funny thing Never how mind. that's yeah. alien. they know a lot of them know and they use it as an excuse you know yeah but it's weird but you ever go to you've been to uh england and Ireland? of course many times you tip over there they look at you like what the I know. fuck are you doing lad i had an american you know remember rich hall Yes. He said to me, I tipped in Scotland. He goes, don't tip these people. You're going to ruin it for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Japan, you don't tip in Japan. Oh, no? Yeah. yeah you get mad. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's weird how we have... Why, why, who else does it besides Americans? Do the French tip? No, right? Uh, 10%, maybe. 10%. 10%. Yeah. Oh, French is different. There's Well, I mean, there's a thing there on there for a tip and a lot of the credit card... Well, even you know. Canadians are different because Canadians don't tip as much as Americans because, you know... <laughs> Waitress, nobody tips as much as Americans. Told me that that was what she that was her nickname for black people was Canadians because they didn't tip just like oh. Canadians. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting phenomenon that the that the black culture does not tip, and I, I it's I, not I don't know. the black culture, but it is a, a, a portion of. Well, it, no, I sure. mean in generally, of course, all black. I mean, yeah. I've been out with Charles Barkley to be a name dropper, and he's ridiculous, ridiculously yeah. generous. Yeah, you know? he's uh, he's a very. You know what he did? Guy. He he gave it. This kid was late with the food. Did you ever hear this story? No. The kid was late with the food. It took him a long time. Charles gave him a Rolex. Here He goes, here, maybe this will help you keep time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, That's so pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. He's a uh, cool dude. Yeah. It is, uh, it is unfortunately a stereotype, though, that fits. You know, there's a, there's a video online of this girl who gets back from a restaurant, and it's like, why? I think it's called, like, why I got a tip. And have you ever seen it? It's a black. It's got millions of hits, and people were so. And the fucking comments was a race war. The, the, well, the goddamn comments were a race war, and she's like, uh, she basically, you know, she's just being uh, an ignorant dumbass, and you know, just flaunting it on camera. Like, why wow, I got a tip? Like, who says who says I got a tip? And someone came out and ran out and met her in the parking lot and said, hey, you know, you shouldn't be stiffing us and. 
It's, yeah. And it's, it's like, have you ever seen it? Pull it up. Pull it up. Because you, what do you, think you want to hear it. Look, look well, up why I got a tip. The look waitresses why I got tell, a tip on YouTube. Joe, the waitresses tell me how, like, a lot of times the black girls are mean to them uh, when they're in the audience. Yeah. And my theory on that, tell me what you think, is that black women get stiffed a lot, be, you know, culturally and by a lot of black men, because part of, like, a, uh, a success in some eyes of some black men is to have a white chick. You know what I mean? Right. So like they're part of the culture until they become a celebrity or something, and then they got this tall Nordic blonde with them. On some, um, does it say why I got a tip? Why I got a tip. Why the fuck I got a tip? I think it's that one. No, that's re why the fuck okay. I got a tip. Look look up what, whatever she's right. referring right. to. That's the one it is. Right. Why the fuck I got a tip. <laughs> I like how it's expressed. You know, it's an unfortunate... Uh, it's unfortunate that any culture would have an inclination towards being stingy, you know? Yeah. That's un that's unfortunate. I think, you know, the best thing that could ever happen to people in uh, the black community that, that get, get accused of this is for it to become embarrassing, you know, for it to become ridiculous. Before it's like, you know, like everybody should realize that the only way to prosperity is through generosity. If you're not a generous person, you're probably not going to get anywhere. And that you you're really holding yourself back by not being kind and not not you know not being generous to other people, you know. Yeah, it's a it's a shitty uh, aspect of any culture. But this one chick, do you find it? Why the fuck? You see, those are all re's, re's. Yeah. Why the fuck I got a tip? Oh, so you just gotta, you just gotta do a search for why the fuck I got a tip. Jay, you gotta get rid of this kid. Yeah, he doesn't even have a goddamn laptop. He's got this silly iPad thingy. Thinks he's slick. I've it grown. might be just be not on. I don't even need it anymore. It's on, man. It's it might on, not be man. on YouTube anymore. I mean, it oh, might have been mean, on something else. Like she pulled it down. See, it's, I think it's called "Why the Fuck I Got." To yeah, the, that, those are the, all reads. Yeah. You think somebody pulled it down? Well, you people were so mad at her. She probably did pull it down. Anyway. Whatever, it's unfortunate. And then you know, I'll say this on on the uh, you know the podcast, and I'll get a bunch of things on Twitter. Why did you say that, man? People angry at me, you know. People a lot are, of black people tip. Yeah, yeah well, they of course, course they, they do. do. Of course yeah, they do. But everybody knows. You tell me cult. that a lot of them don't. Yes, a lot of them don't. Well, tip. that's our experience yeah. from living in the clubs for the last twenty years. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's also true of the British and, and the Canadians and. You know, Italians are generous. I gotta say, being Italian, they want to make sure people are looking though. I got it. hey, yeah, I got it. I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll wrestle for a fucking check, you and I. <laughs> Powerful. So I'm in Hilarities next week. Where's that? Cleveland. You never went there. Hilarities in Cleveland. I no. What did I do? I did the improv oh, once in Cleveland. You'd love Hilarities. Yeah, good yeah, place. Beautiful. Yeah. I rarely get to Cleveland. I've only been there once with uh, Charlie Murphy and Heffron. We were touring across. Oh, the I like together. Heffron. Great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you would like Charlie Murphy too. Yeah, I never met Charlie. So. I'd like to meet him. Yeah, he uh, he's a, got an interesting story. I mean, that, there's a guy you want to have fucking balls. He got on the Chappelle show when he was in his 40s okay he had no success up to that really you know a little bit here and there but really was struggling got on the Chappelle show and all of a sudden started doing stand-up and started headlining like within a couple of months oh he's my doing god that's 45. impossible oh jesus christ sure it's not this one uh nope it's a uh, it's a 
a black check. That's mm. a white yeah, check. Yeah, because they even want to do it. Well, maybe it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Maybe she pulled it down. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, yeah, she, she did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, the point is, uh, it's unfortunate when people are shitheads. You know? And what was your theory about the black girls? That they get shafted in life? No, I think sometimes they, they, they get bitter because they, they find that the, a lot of the black men become successful. Think of uh, something. This is not a, general, a generalization. This is, a, I mean, I mean, this is a generalization, obviously. But sometimes, like they, they find getting a white woman is an arm piece and a sign of success. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's a weird thing, isn't it? Or maybe they just like the way it looks, or maybe they just want to fuck it to the man. Maybe just think of it. It's like some white dude who suppressed them's daughter. Right, right. You know, just, just All that fantasy going on. Pounding it. Do you think that's it, Brian? You keep nodding. I'm just trying to think of something right now. How big your next girlfriend's going to be? What no. are you saying, a buck 70, buck 80? I love him going back to an average girl. i got to get yeah. myself an average or less than average girl. dating porn stars. The, the, the girl that I lost my virginity porn to stars. added yeah. me on Facebook today. How fucking funny yeah. is porn star, the term, when you figure they could suck two cocks for the first time and never star. Imagine <laughs> the, show, the rest of show business is that easy. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't remember being called a comedy star when I did the Tonight Show, you know what I mean. It's I had true, done right? like a, I had done HBO specials, all this shit. They didn't call me a comedy star; they called me a comedian. You are a comedy storm. Yeah, that is interesting. It's like we're so uncomfortable with sex that when we throw the word porn around, we have to have a, uh, something nice about yeah. it. Star, porn star, rocket like a porn star. You know, oh, he's a rock star. Do you still watch a lot of porn? No, I try not to. It's all yeah. about camming nowadays. What about you? No, but it's, you know. I try not to, but there was a worm that came out, a Trojan. Uh, for, oh, yeah, you were telling Mac, me. Like half a million. Yeah, you freaked me the fuck out last night. You should night. get freaked out. Turn your Java off, son. You know what helped me was blood pressure medication. Yeah. Because with blood pressure medication, it lowers your libido. So now I feel just like I'm like kind of Irish. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just like I'm healthy sexually. But, but not like a, a fucking monkey who has to fuck <laughs> everything and all the time. And, yeah, Italian uh, genetics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally. We both have those wonky Sicilian well, genetics. Yeah, yeah, we have that. Like, after you get done fucking, you go home and jerk off thinking about what you just did. <laughs> it's like, that's how much fucking sex. You know, like, I remember, like, you know, Sophie turning to me going, how much do you need? You know, can you just play with my ass while I'm asleep? You know? Wow, is that what she said? Ew. Getting a little too comfortable with you, Dom. Is it because of the Alfredo? Chicken Alfredo? Like, just like, all the Alfredo sauce? Yeah, that's what Italians are known for, Alfredo <laughs> sauce. <laughs> Mega no, it's, it's, uh, it's caveman genetics is what it is. It's very simple. You know who it, was... We look like trolls. We're short, wide people. Like that, that's, that's Sicilian look, you know? Wide, hmm. fat head people. That one Christy... fuck a lot. Remember Christy? <laughs> the, remember Christy, the, the redhead? Yes, she, she was. She had a great body. Oh my god, <laughs> she did. We're going the way back machine with Don Rivera's no, no, penis. Bonus Get out of my back, way. Back when I got hard ons, <laughs> I remembered the boner of '95. <laughs> back in the dizzy. I just got silk sheets. Have your own silk sheets. No, I, it's because of, I'm a man. No. What's well, one of those things? Is like, why have I ever never done this before? It is yeah. amazing. Why would you ever have regular sheets? That why it's like you're laying like? there. It's like laying in is a silky. Are you vagina. alone doing this? Yeah, 
It's nice. That's though. the image I like to get out of my head. I got you lying alone, naked. Just f- do you take your underwear off because the silk right. just feels Remember so the blankets that have the silkies on the end over one leg. Remember yeah. the the blankets that had the silky on the end. You used to like put it against your cheek when you were a baby, and like yes. yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. Imagine a whole blanket made out of that silky, and you're that's, laying that in stuff it. Was I real can't silk. even yeah, imagine it. Saw. It's so amazing. So it, it's only like forty dollars on Amazon. I would highly recommend it. Just buy some silk sheets. You'll you'll never buy regular sheets again. I don't think. Look at you, Brian. Do you do it all naked? I do it all the time. Who goes and buys sheets? Can you imagine Joe going out and buying sheets? You have to buy something. Can you Probably. rub yourself to orgasm just with your penis on the sheets? Probably, uh, could. probably could, yeah. I mean, it's really soft. Where, so where do they get these? Uh, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon. They're satin sheets. <laughs> Picture Dom naked. Oh. Oh, just arms flapping <laughs> back and forth. Like a seal. Uh, 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 oh, I'm, ki- uh, I'm uh, will, you, uh, will you come for me? Yeah, I always love when they always say, "Will you come for me?" Yeah. You know what that means? I'm getting Get tired of me. jerking you off. Yeah, get off me, you fucking freak, <laughs> I hope crazy next, asshole. I hope next week South Park's all about this. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, I don't think paparazzi think, gang and silk sheets. Come yeah, on, Trey. You don't please. think people were really listening? About I hope the so. I think that would be so cool. It would be hilarious if because we, the we week before, I, I think I, anybody this, who watches that, if it would know you, what, if no one knows what we're talking about. Uh, there was uh, we talked about uh, this Bigfoot show. And then they talked about it on South Park, and someone on the message board said, oh, someone from South Park probably no, heard you he, guys talking about it. I'm like, but hold on, but anybody who watches that Bigfoot show is going to get the same joke. Yeah, but you're only missing half of it, though. What? Well, also in that episode, supposedly, I haven't seen this episode, but supposedly there was a part where he's like, don't just itch your buttholes all day or something like that, Cartman says. What? And then the week before, uh, I have this whole thing at Death Squad where I take piece, uh, take a piece of bread and I take the I cat bread where you I tell right. my fans to send me photos of them taking taking a piece of bread, taking a hole out of the middle of the bread, and then putting their cat head through it. Right. And I've been doing it for about a month or so. And then out of that, that last week's episode was all about like fucking cat breading and shit like that. About and doing that? Yeah. It was Wait a minute, you invented cat? Cat No, I didn't, invent, I didn't invent it, but it was definitely a lot of people, like a really small niche of the internet, you know? But they're like, on the internet too. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying that it's kind of funny that that that's something that I've been doing like a lot lately on Twitter. Well, and then, I'm uh, not clear though. Are you accusing okay. them of watching no, you? No, and then no, no, no. Here's what I'm saying. So last Park- week, when last week's episode, it was really weird watching it because for the last month, that's what I've been doing on Twitter nonstop. So it was kind of cool to see that. Right. And then this week, I heard that they were talking about Bigfoot and itching assholes, and I'm like, this is getting cool. I hope everything. That, that we talk about becomes a South Park Well, episode. now what, what they're going to do is an episode about a retard radio host yeah, yeah. who can't get his facts straight That's and right. blames Cartman for something he didn't Olive, really do. Olive Garden Did you say cat breading? Cat breading. It's, it's so fun. <laughs> you mean, are you talking about breeding? Breading. No, you take a, the crust of a bread and you make a hole in it and then put your cat's head through it and you take a photo. He's a it's grown man. Isn't that strange? It's just fun. They to don't. Do. They don't tell. They don't make people like him in Philly, do they? No, 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 no. no. Where are you from? No. Midwest, uh, Ohio. Where? Uh, Columbus. I love Columbus. I love Columbus too. And actually, uh, my Italian. <laughs> I, I killed it. Growing up, I only knew one uh, Italian. Uh, it was my dad's best friend, and he lives in a. I think Pittsburgh, and like the only thing I would, or only time I'd ever go to Pittsburgh back and forth once a year would go, and they had this huge party where he just invites all his families. It was like the the coolest thing ever. That's how I know Italians for my first time was that they would just have these huge parties with hundreds of family members once a year, and we were invited to that all the time. It was so cool. Uh, that's how my first introduction to Italians. I don't know why I just brought that up. (laughs) The Italian American Society. 
comes to see me every year at Columbus at the Funny Bone. Really? And so they invite me to dinner the day the, the day I come in, which is Wednesday. And it's always fun. You know Dino? Dino, uh, who's, who hosts one of the shows? You did the, you've done the Funny Bone, haven't you? Yes. Well, anyway, so the, I go to this thing, and it's, it's an Italian club. And long story short, a fight fucking breaks out at a club. But they're all club members. It wasn't like a club, like a, a club open to the public. They're having a vote for pre- they're, they're, the president gets up and starts talking. This one guy goes, you know, it, it, it escalated so quickly, like like one of those, the fuck you looking at? Nothing. Who are you calling nothing? Fuck you. You know, that kind of like, you know what I mean? Right. I, I'm like, we're real close to it. It was like, you know what you were, say, you were saying about how you've seen things like you're how unflappable you are. Like you've seen things right next to you, and it doesn't even phase you. Like the violence. Oh yeah, I've seen so many fights. Yeah. Well, that's what happened here. But it was such an unlikely place because it was like everybody's cheering each other. They're all they're either Italian or have to have some connection to Italy. You know, whatever. And uh, a real fight broke out. I couldn't believe it. And you know, like like you want a piece of this? I always thought that was one of the more unfortunate aspects of our culture. Italian Americans are very prone to violence. Very prone yeah. to fist fights. Italians and Irish. Yeah, yeah Italians and Irish. You got exactly. some Irish in you, right? Yeah, I got yeah. the best of both worlds. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Three quarters Italian, one quarter Irish. Yeah, that's. They're always like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" There's always a lot of that, especially yeah. the East Coast. All those scruffy immigrants raised kids that you know carried a lot of those same mentalities. It's yeah. a, the East Coast is definitely more hostile. Do people ever ask you about the mob? Like you know it because you're part of you know. <laughs> do they ever ask you? No, I, I get no. it all the time. <laughs> really? Well, because yeah. of where I'm from, and like you know, like I lived in a poor black neighborhood in West Philadelphia. We moved from an Italian neighborhood. I mean, like we were really connected to the mob. Yeah, we're undercover. You know, that's right. why we're in this row home in a black neighborhood. But because uh, we were the oppressed whites, you know, which was a very interesting perspective of life. Because people don't ever think about what about the white kids that were left back in a tough black neighborhood. I was lucky because I played ball, and they were all my friends. But you couldn't walk through there. Just like a black kid couldn't walk through the Italian neighborhood. Wow. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah, it's fucked up. When are we going to move past that? You know? And when you know the people, they're all, you know, you like them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. It's like any other community. It's yeah. all about deciding, like, who's going to be nice to who. You know, you decide that these are the people you're going to be nice to, and you're not going to be nice to those assholes over there. You know, well, we were talking about how we were in Kentucky. We were in Louisville, and Louisville was playing Louisville and Kentucky. Oh, yeah. How did that go when they were playing? Cra- crazy. They started a riot and flipped oh, yeah. over cars. What the fuck is that about? Lit cars on fire and shit. But the crazy thing is, it's Louisville versus Kentucky. It's like you, you assholes. It's ridiculous. You're in the same, same state. goddamn yeah. state. It's a fucking civil war. This is the most preposterous thing ever. Yeah, well, what about, like the same thing yeah. with Auburn and Alabama. Yeah. They it took a, a tornado to blow through Tuscaloosa for those people to get you know, yeah. in touch with each other. They're, yeah. they're all the same people. It's crazy. They're so prone to like hate the neighbor <laughs> or hate the, oh. the 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 Hatfields and the McCoys. You know? I know. I mean, I said uh, on stage about Michigan. Um, you know, I mean, Columbus is an you know, Ohio State. Screw blue, man. Why are uh, you even talking about that? Yeah, I've had people from Columbus <laughs> shit on people from Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck Michigan. Fuck I go, but what are you talking about? Why do you man? hate them? I, I don't know. Yeah. Just hate them. Meanwhile, we're all supposed to be Americans. It's, yeah. a, it's all, all right. preposterous. All these stupid fucking you see states. little leaguers' mothers banging out. Preposterous. I said it. You did say Can't it. Can't help myself. You must be a Michigan guy. He has a very prodigious vocabulary. 
It's preposterous has been the word of the month. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've been blasting it out every time it comes into my stupid head. <laughs> it's preposterous. <laughs> it gets in, the, in, a, in a, a groove where you can't stop you saying ch- it. You go through words, though, definitely. Because I remember when you Songs, used to say words, powerful. Everything. And you used to say something else, Still like say. carrots or something. Joe was no, the no. first one I ever heard say whatever. Bananas. You instead bananas. of whatever. You were the first one that made that inflection. And it spread all over the valley. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You did. You were the first really? one. Yeah, you were being ago. serious. That, I serious. thought you were joking. Oh, first one, I the first one I ever heard say it, and, it, and then everybody started saying it, and then you didn't say it as much. Really? What did I say? I don't understand what you're saying. What? You know, you'd be talking about like something that would piss you off, and you know, whatever. You know, instead, like the instead of saying whatever, right? You made that beat. Whatever. Yeah. And then I didn't know I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I really have no idea. I Joe, I know you so much. You much, did much know me very well, than... my friend. We've known each other a long yeah. time. Tell me more. Tell me more. We've known each other <laughs> since the nineties, early nineties. Uh, I think we met in like back 93. in the day. I am when, when I was living in New York. I remember we met at Caroline's or at um, um, Amsterdam Billiards once too. We just yeah, ran yeah. into each other. Mm-hmm. Dom and Rayward can shoot a hell of a game of pool. I'll tell you that. I'm gonna start saying that, Joe. That's hilarious. What ever. <laughs> it's, dude, it's, it's the pause that makes it so uniquely oh. mine. That pause in the middle of what and ever. That's where all the brilliance lies. But, you know, it used to crack me up when people would go to me, uh, like, whatever. Like, you know, like, like you're going to take credit for, like, that. And you were the first one I heard. But, like, people would say to me, uh, doesn't it bother you that the Sopranos do bada boom, bada bing? I go, no. They go, but you did it before them. I go, well, because I was around before the show started. <laughs> yeah. I didn't make up acting Italian. Yeah, I didn't no make shit. up forget about it, you know. Well, I was the first one that said forget about it. I had the nastiest thing happen to me last night. I dropped my iPhone in my beer, and so oh, I pulled geez. it out real fast, and then I just did the first thing I thought of. was like, I'll suck all the beer out of the iPhone. Oh, so I'm like sucking the holes like as hard oh. as I could. Like, like, and it was, shit was coming in my mouth. But then like something, like a, a slime thing flew in my mouth. I'm like, was that earwax or what the fuck was that? So I don't know if it was uh, orange for my Hefeweizen or if it was uh, battery acid. Earwax. Oh, you had a Hefeweizen, dude. Stop it. It was a piece of orange. No, but I was like, like yeah, you get your beer. It had, it's simple. Orange. I'm, I'm, your, I'm gonna be your Colombo on this one. Joe, what's right. wrong with your case salt? What's wrong, what's wrong with him? Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. He doesn't there. think there's anything wrong with him. I've been working with this fucking asshole for a decade. He doesn't think there's anything wrong with him. He thinks it's me. He's like, you know, you're just, you're just tense. You're from the East Coast. You're crazy with all that karate. <laughs> See, the interesting thing is the, the word retarded can be misused. <laughs> but there is something, and all, all due respect, there's something retardesque about you. They Isn't don't. it like even that vacant look that he has? Yeah, it's my age difference. Well, you think so? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody your age totally acts is. like that. Totally oh, yeah. oh, a lot of thirty-seven-year-olds oh, are rocking it like that. You are you thirty-seven? Yeah, I'm thirty-seven, and I rock it like a twenty-two-year-old, which is different. But that's you rock. You rock what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you rock? I'm rocking a Nintendo shirt right now. Do you think I want to? He's a man child. You know what a man child you, is? It's, yeah, yeah. A lot of them work in like See, the computer Don, game industry, need, a lot of man child yeah. in the comic book world. You need to know what your target market is. How did you get is. this gig? I mean, of all the people Joe knows, what the fuck are you doing over there? I, I'm <laughs> ones and zeros. I'm going to start talking, by the way, I'm going to start talking and like dropping a one or a zero in normal conversation just to put code into actually communication. Well, like do that, you know what you're saying then? What if you like have the fucking one, one or zero? What's yeah, the blueprints just, for just, a nuclear bomb? Just, what if when, at the end of the time, <laughs> you know, when someone deciphers all your fucking sentences for the month, they figure seven, out a nuclear bomb? Seven. One. Stop. It's not seven, dummy. It's one <laughs> or zero. 
can't say seven. You, know, who, you, who you fucked up your own seven. code. Seven, You're a sloppy code writer. New, new You're a sloppy code writer. Seven's the new shit. Yeah. This is what I deal with, Dom. Don, I'm you sorry. You could do better. Oh. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You yeah. think I could do better? I think he needs some what would you, What do you think I should do with him? I would cut his, his hours down. Cut his air And so down. that he, <laughs> when he comes good. in, he's more focused. Less podcasting. Kinda, yeah. well, you do understand we smoke a shitload of weed before we do this. Oh, and this well, is Joe Rogan weed. So you get to see it, the, the Joe very good. Do you have a medical uh, thing for that, Joe? That's what's important. We both do. You know, you know what? What's your? What do you have to say that your your ailment is? How do you, how do you get medical? Look at him. Entertainment. What's right with him? <laughs> I'm not. I need to be. Even more, what's fine? Yeah. What's yours, Joe? Anxiety. What's good? Mine's anxiety. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The, sleep. The whole world. Does knows. that help? Uh, no, no, it doesn't help me. I, I don't have anxiety. Um, I do have. Um, uh, it, it definitely helps me go to sleep. It makes food taste better. Uh, do the makes lights just blink or is passing out? I think the lights just blink. Oh good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it helps uh, if you got injuries. If you know you're achy, makes you feel a little bit better. Relaxes you. Mm. Find it relaxes my muscles. You know. I like Xanax. You don't like the weed. <laughs> I don't like. No, I don't like smoke. Really? You can eat it. You know. You. You, yeah, you can careful. eat it too, Joe. No, Whoa! No need to attack. Hey, me. what are you getting so aggressive <laughs> for? What did I do? You said you haven't smoked weed though since uh, for a very long time. Though. Yeah, have since you, the Beatles have you, were out. And if you take so much Xanax, you might just take a hit once just to see if it does anything for you. Any of the new stuff? Any of the devil? Well, no, I mean because this is a cheaper alternative that will probably. I drink do the same a lot shit. though. I drink. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm uh, doing good. I, what? I drink a lot. <laughs> I did the way you said it was like I yeah. take my vitamins. Yeah, I I drink. Do you drink every day? Do you? Yeah, like Ed McMahon style. I do, and 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 I'm hungover every day. Yeah, which Whoa. is really a, a testament to my comedy because it's great. That's the great thing about being a comedian. You can actually function as an. I'm, I'm way more Joe than when we hung out a lot. I'm way more alcoholic than I was then because <laughs> oh. I graduated to uh, a hard hard liquor. Oh, yeah. What is this because do? of a girl? I don't know where to go from here. No, because uh, my well, we, a girl, my sister died, a couple other things. So, but I find it to be, like, be um, a really fun habit. You know, I mean, it's uh, I don't like the hangover, but I, I time it. I go well if I go to sleep, take a half a Xanax, in six hours I'll be all right. Right. Then I'm a little dizzy from the combination of the tranquilizer and the alcohol, but I do feel better. Are you, are you supposed to take those two together? No. 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 no How bad not. is it for you? It's, it's pretty bad. Well, it could stop your heart. Yeah. You can tell and you're that. like, well, it's worth it? No, I, that's why I keep the time in between them, like six to eight hours. I made wow. that up. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I totally made it up. Like that's what I, I'm thinking. That's what it should. The alcohol metabolizing about that much. If I'm drunk, I don't take anything. If I feel drunk, you know, I wait till I feel. But if you take the Xanax and it, you're under the effects of it, sometimes you'll have a couple drinks. No, no, not usually. I mean, not usually. So it's one or the on other. On a plane, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's one or the other. Hoping there's a doctor on board. Yeah. What are the odds? Yeah. I'm. You shouldn't do that. You should switch to weed. Get off my back, will you? Kid? you <laughs> what is? Uh, you don't even know me, man. <laughs> what is the main reason why you're doing this? What is the main reason for Xanax? Xanax is for anxiety. Inzi- right? Anxiety. What yeah. kind of anxiety? Uh, you know, just like panic attacks. Uh, when did these start? When I uh, when I was four. For real? This is a lifelong. I was being thing? raped by my entire family. <laughs> 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 they passed me around the room. And they plugged me. Like a joint. You're, you're a fleshlight. <laughs> like a joint. <laughs> they just start pumping on me. Uh, 
When did anxiety? I always had anxiety. I was at a, I went to a psychiatrist when I was in seventh grade. Really? I, no, I was I did taking not tranquilizers. Know any of this. Well, that's why I'm here to reveal myself. And I'll be at Hilarities next week, <laughs> <laughs> and you can see me at Captain Brian's the following two weeks from now. Uh, it's on my shit. Yeah, you went to a psychiatrist. Yeah, my mother sent me a psychiatrist. And what was it for? I was in love with him. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> It was for uh, you know pa- uh, anxiety, panic attacks, and wow! I yeah. have all the same things. I went to the hospital about a year and a half ago. I had to pull over and call nine one one on myself because of an anxiety attack. Really? You yeah, cost high. me a lot of money. See, now I feel high. bad. That I, I, I hope you know I was kidding you. He was high as fuck. Yeah, you've actually started something. It's already, I started, it's already starting to hit me. Yeah, but you were high as fuck when you pulled over. No, right? I wasn't. You I weren't? just didn't eat all day. And but like didn't you today. get high? Huh? Did, did you, you, high? Did you no. hallucinate? Uh, yeah, I was. I was starting to see like trails and stuff. I, I felt like I was having a heart attack the whole time. Yeah, and that's, I, what I was, that's like, a typical symptom yeah. of that. Like, and I was like holding my neck and I could feel my heartbeat. But the thing that I didn't like <laughs> I is like I, I people... called the ambulance and they were like, yeah, there's something wrong. And I'm like, oh, now looking back, I'm like, well, well how, how do they know? Or... You might have had a heart attack. I mean, they didn't but know the you thing, were having a panic attack. I love these people that think they have heart attacks and they don't have chest pains. They don't even know what a fucking heart attack is. Right. You right. gotta have chest pains to have a heart attack. I get yeah, those you too. would think so. I would. I'm pretty sure. I'm As not a smoker, a, I get those too. Sometimes, you know. He's a smoker too. Oh, you smoke cigarettes? Yeah, a lot. Kids, do you work out? Oh no, I don't know. I'm like, I'm pretty much like you. I have a hangover every day. Do you? No, yeah. I work out though. Yeah, I, I work out. I work out. I, I, I dimer size. You know what that is? What does that mean? It's very low impact. You can actually eat while you're doing it. It's a <laughs> form of. I watch myself on a video. Just exercising, and I exercise it out. Oh, dumb. I, I, I consider masturbation <laughs> working out. Though. Is this a bit? No bit? <laughs> I think you might want to throw that one out. I, it's never been in. <laughs> what did you say about working out? What? Uh, if you fuck pillows, that's like working out. So that's For a, you. That's, I consider that a workout. It's like push-ups, kind of. Any movement you do it's more sad to look adds at. minutes yeah. to your life on this planet. Is so, that true? Especially for him. Yeah. yeah. Sure. He's one step on a grave, one banana peel. Yeah. Dead man, dead man walking. Look at him. He's not, take, he's not taking care of this vehicle. No, nope. he's just riding it and stuffing Cheetos into it. He's a little pale. I should beer and cigarettes. Pussy juice. The cigarettes are the real issue. It's fucking unbelievably bad for you. Yeah, yeah, they are really bad. You never got that right. Cigarettes, no. sixth grade. I did quit. you? Six. <laughs> How long did you do it for? You know, I used to get my grandfather. Would get samples and I would smoke cigarette one after another and the I go fucking that'd be so dizzy it was like yeah because <laughs> I thought you know you get high by smoking just like one after another you that's do. what I did oh but it's a, not a fun high <laughs> you're dizzy like you're lightheaded you know you throw up you I never throw threw up, up but I, it's it is nauseating I threw up from chewing tobacco once ugh, ugh. that shit's so gross <laughs> you know you know what's so gross the baseball players spit that shit. But it's on a rug. Yeah. The astro- it's a rug. It's not like grass where it gets absorbed into the ground. Right. What is that? Are they allowed to spit it on the AstroTurf? They do. You'll really? see them. Oh, yeah. That's see, fucking nasty. Remember that scene from uh, Naked Gun or something where they, they were all start spitting? And <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they're just it was hilarious. Who yeah, ever is, fucking good... figured out how to do that? Isn't it funny that that's legal? Chewing tobacco, but cocoa leaves aren't legal. Right. Sort of thing, you know, which is probably better for you. Matter of fact, it's definitely better for you. I don't think people are eating, chewing cocoa leaves and getting cancer. Have you ever seen these new cancer commercials they have? Oh, my God. They're scaring the fuck out of you. Yeah. Have you seen that one, Brian? They yeah, should. they're pretty bad. They're all, they all suck, especially like when they have holes in their throats. Wait, that doesn't make you want to quit smoking? Black guys looking out of windows. 
Maybe how long have you been smoking? Uh, since I was fifteen. But the idea of starting now, after all we've seen, that's really crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I should talk of drinking every day. Like I don't know, alcohol is bad for you. But the idea of like thinking, you know, I think I'll start this. I think I'll start this habit that I don't have yet. Just you know, what what made you start? Because you, you're saying you're way more of an alcoholic now. Than you were well, then. it's a progressive disease, you know. That's the fun thing about it. Did you, you get better at it? Do you ever decide to do anything about it? Do you ever decide to slow down? Yeah, or take yeah. Whenever I'm hungover, I quit and until that night. And then we, we had a funny t- thing. I was on I was on a tour bus. Remember when I was opening for Cher? Yeah. We had a funny thing with, and like I I kidded this waitress at the Laugh Factory about it the other night. We, we, me and my friend Ollie, we, we never slept on the bus. And we're drinking all night, and we go, we got to quit drinking. I know, okay, right? Well, this is it. It's stupid. It's fucking till- killing our bodies. We, you know. And so in about an hour, we're sobering up, and we go, you know, we haven't been drinking for a while. It's, nice, it's great being sober. What do you say we celebrate our sobriety with a drink, <laughs> right? So that was, you know, and that, this girl the other night uh, at, at, the, at the lab factory, we did something like, she goes, I'm not drinking tonight. I said, me neither. All right, and we'll, we'll have one. As a reward for not drinking. <laughs> you don't drink, huh? I drink. I don't drink a lot when I drink. But when he does, he does. I can throw You're it a out. shot, man. I can do shots. Yeah. I like to try to keep as balanced as possible. You can get addicted to just getting fucked up all the time and, and going on stage. Yeah, that's... I don't work. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to go on stage fucked up. I, I do this yeah, new thing that... I really, really lose cool. it. I, do I, you? Quickness, yeah. How many times have you gone up sta- on stage fucked up accidentally, though? <laughs> uh, maybe 10. <laughs> maybe maybe 20 <laughs> 50 yeah. for the most I hate you know well you know what's bad is getting drunk if you're going to do an hour because yeah. you got to pee you know you got to right. really watch that that's uh, true yeah but I have uh, I'm not better as a drunk because I'm not nervous doing stand up so alcohol does me no good right it just dulls me and it's in the, and, and it slows the quickness down the reaction a little bit you know right Throws your timing off. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm much better on coffee than I am on booze. Yeah, because I don't have any fear of the stage. I don't have any fear of. I'm gonna get you some of this Alpha Brain stuff for real. Take it before you go on stage. Take it like an hour before you what go on stage. What is it? It's the stuff we were selling that on it. Oh, really? Yeah, I got bottles of it. I did something the other day that was really. I started doing where I'll order like a vodka and diet coke, uh-huh. and then I'll tell the guy like every diet coke. every three of them make them just diet cokes, and so I don't even know when I'm doing it or not. Uh-huh. And uh, it, I felt drunk at the end of the night, and I was like, "How many have I had?" And he's like, "You've only had two, and you've been here for six hours, so you're fine." Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> so you, <laughs> you couldn't have been drunk. yourself like it was like psychosomatic, but it wasn't even like I was, I was like, "Am I drunk? I don't even know if I'm drunk or not." Like I was confused. Is he retarded? Tell me. He doesn't the first time you're hanging out with them no you, like if you, you don't know if you're drinking alcohol and he, well, are you like am i drunk no am i, I know i understand you, you know what he's like as if what? this is a contradiction in terms he's like a, a really bright retard <laughs> you know like that's what i mean i don't know how else to put it like he's, that's exactly how but he doesn't have <laughs> my facebook is, he doesn't have the upside really bright my, that's my moto that should be your new uh thing on your message board you know like he doesn't have, he doesn't have the, the happiness of like a retarded kid you know the joy that they have the smile oh he's pretty happy pretty happy guy pretty happy. hang out with him more yeah yeah, yeah well, he's hanging out with all his porn star friends you really fucking porn stars fuck yeah don't you skeeve that they've been there? Well, well they're not uh, they're girl, they, they're girl girl porn stars. They're only girl girl porn stars. They're girl girl? They, yeah. go, they only do this. Oh. And this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
You don't really have to do that for me, Joe. I know, I know what it looks like. <laughs> I'm getting a kick out of doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird world. It's uh, it's uncomfortable getting to know that world. The, with the, well, the, the it, fascinating. It's, it's normal to them too, which is very strange. Well, it's 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 so stereotypical. That's it's the weird the weird thing about that world is you know a lot of them are very nice, and you get to to meet them, and you're like, wow, this is just some nice girl who just somehow or another she found herself in some situation where she has this almost insatiable desire for sexual attention, and a lot of that is because they were molested. And then when you find that out, it's a buzzkill. Yeah. It's a massive Yeah, yeah, then you start feeling bad. Yeah, and, it's a And you humanize them. Kill. If you humanize them, you're going to lose all your fantasies. You lose your boner, for sure. When you um, when you talk to some of them, I mean, some of them say that nothing's ever happened to them, and I believe them. I think there's, it's possible that yeah, some of Yeah, because they can need attention that. for other reasons. Yeah, well, more, I don't know, maybe they just rationalize it. I don't know, you know, or maybe that's just their reality, and they don't have a problem with it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm saying when you, you delve into that world. There's got to be something wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of times there is. Strippers. You know, I never a met a stripper who was, they don't really work on their way through law school. Very rare. Some of them do. Yeah. You know. It's like a Mike Young joke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're a bunch of genius strippers. <laughs> I never heard that. Yeah, um, Mike Young. I saw him genius. last night. Yeah, same oh. jokes? No, I didn't Any watch jokes? his show. I just talked to him. But uh, yeah. w- would you ever like him at Ice House? Would that be okay? Sure. Why'd you bring that up in the air? I don't know. How embarrassing would that? How embarrassing would it be for Mike creep. if Joe said no? Yeah. Oh, that's we true. We talk business off the air. <laughs> what is all this with this fucking guy? <laughs> well, we've talked about Mike Young so many times on the podcast, but yeah. we've never had him on anything. He got his ass kicked one time. From, yeah, remember ooh, that? That was brutal. He's got a interesting story about that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want oh, to tell. Mike Young's calling. Is that him? I don't know. It's not my phone. Is it? Is it not my phone? Dom's at your phone? It's, it must phone be your is. phone, bro. I don't even know where my phone is. Yeah, it's because it's fucking ringing, you crazy bitch. You just had it. You were oh, sucking on it. It's sitting on it. Yeah, remember uh-huh. the whole thing? You you That's sucked on it and you stuffed it under your ass. <laughs> <sighs> I work with him on a regular basis, Tom. Do you do stand-up? Yes. I'm really? about to go on the road really? with, jo- with Joey Diaz. <laughs> yeah, I know. You told me. <laughs> you don't you don't believe he does stand-up? Uh, well, you find it shocking? I find it a little... Uh, Uncomfortable to talk about. (laughs) What's blackened on top of a stairway? What? Christopher Reeves after a fire. That was really good, like five years ago. (laughs) It's good to hear a good Chris, a good Chris new Christopher Reeves. Time now, you wonder why you get hate mail. You wonder why people. I I I banned a couple people from talking shit about you on the message board. Oh, by the way, Joe, there's a. Did that. you watch the Modcast? Uh, your message board yeah. now has a podcast that, yeah. that J- Mute, Jason, and Voodoo, and, and Johnny Voodoo. Rotten did. They're doing it themselves. Yeah, right? I might fly up uh, one day and go. Yeah, up I want to do it, it too. We should do a gig up there. That'd be awesome. Do a gig in Seattle and then do the, the podcast. Definitely. Yeah, you know it's what's a, you know what's a joke that I love. Tell me what you think of this. Maybe you heard it. Guy goes to the psychiatrist. Psychiatrist says, "What's the problem?" He goes, "I don't know, Doc. I just can't seem to keep any friends. You fat fuck." <laughs> <laughs> That's have good. you ever been? A, well, you said you went to a psychiatrist when you were seventeen. Have you been? As no, an adult? thirteen. Oh, thirteen, really? Twelve, thirteen, yeah. Wow. Have you been as an adult? Uh, not a psychiatrist, psychologist. That's the kind that don't prescribe drugs, right? right. Huh. You want to talk about that? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe. Tell you, Dom. I think I think you would like pot. The Xanax stuff. What does it do? It kills anxiety, makes you relax. Is that what it does? Yeah, 
It's great. It makes you feel like you're, you're a normal person. What I've heard, though, is that if you take it and then you get off it, the anxiety actually increases. Well, I wouldn't get off it. You so it's a daily thing. Every day. I had just heard from someone. We were just talking about this. And he goes, I couldn't fucking imagine taking Xanax every day. He just said this to me. Because it makes you sleepy. Well, I don't know. I don't know what it does yeah. to you. Does it do it to you? You want to try one? No. I have one. Well, why don't we, when we get in the car, I'll give you one. <laughs> I don't think it's for me. I've actually tried it. No, I'm glad me. that you do pot. I'm glad, I mean, I'm telling you, like I was telling you before, you, you seem so much more at peace with yourself. I had a bunch of... Calm down a lot. <clears throat> I think it definitely helped. I had a bunch of life experiences, a bunch of a bunch of psychedelic experiences, too. A bunch of... Uh, I'd be so babies. afraid to do that shit. Yeah? Why? Well, because I'm uh, a, a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm registered. I'm a registered pussy. <laughs> Um, it, uh, it, uh, yeah, the psychedelics changed me a lot for sure. You know, it's just, you know, it's hard to gain so a perspective on mushrooms life and stuff. Gonna, I've done them, yeah, I'm sure, several times. It's all about bath salts. Um, it's as you don't even say that, Brian. I'm just kidding, bath salts are fucking yeah, stupid. Somebody might hear that yeah. and actually what, what think did he say? do it. Bath salts, it's some new fucked up drug they're selling. It's like a cousin to crystal meth, and they can sell it. You as know what's even worse salts. is that fake weed. That weed, I, I've been reading all this shit lately about that fake weed, that, that synthetic that, weed, the synthetic <clears throat> weed, how yeah. bad it is for you. Oh, that's not good. Well, you know what's good about the pot that you get is that you're getting it from a legal place. Yeah. Which means, hopefully, it's not tainted in anything. I don't know why anybody would go to a really shady neighborhood and buy shit off a, a drug dealer who may never see them again. Why would you trust that guy? Let me cut in that show ideas. You got to do what you got to do. You got to get the br- cheapest prices. You got to do what you got to do. Why would I pay double the amount? How could you? When you're in that, Rome, you got to dance. That's one of those <laughs> That's one of those sayings that you can't argue with. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. It is what it is. Like what else? It is what it is. What else could Fox it be up. than what it is? What else could it be? It could be a you could be looking at it in a distorted way. Because the, the re- saying what it, it is, what it is, is you might be looking at it in some sort of a fucked up way to justify That's your true. position. I never expected an answer to that question. It was a rhetorical question. I appreciate the answer. Well, I'm one of those guys. I don't let them all float out there. If you whack around a rhetorical one that needs to be addressed yeah. in a very literal sense, I'm ready. I, I was laughing about something <laughs> last night about you. What? I was telling Eleanor about uh, I would... Um, you know, he's so good at pool, Joe, that, uh, I, you know, I, it's really tough to beat him, even a nine ball, which can can involve a lot of luck. And uh, I would start talking about Carlos Mencia. <laughs> just to, this is years ago, just to aggravate him. And his fucking stick would pop, you know, like he would get aggravated. Just looking for any kind of edge. Just, I, at the comedy store rude. the other day, I was there. Somebody tore down Carlos Mencia's pitcher and threw it in the trash. And everyone thought I did it. And I was like, fucking assholes. What? Someone trying to impress you, probably. Somebody wants you to be your boyfriend. Yeah. Did you do stand-up at the comedy store? I, I'm only allowed on friends and family. You know, like like if there's a host I know, they'll let me do, you know, the... You do the, the belly room? No, no, the, ma- the main, main room. Or no, OR. OR. But it's like a three to five minute What spot. a great club. What a great all-time club. Dominic. What's your favorite club in the country? Probably that one in Columbus, as far as an, a, 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 a neutral club. I mean, you know. Um, Funny Bone? Yeah. Funny I mean, bone. I love uh, Wildwood when I do the Wildwood gig. Uh, it's uh, really special to me because I'm from Philly, and Wildwood's like the suburb of Philly. The, you know. Do you do helium? Yeah. 
That's great, great club. club yeah, too. that's a, that's another all time yeah. classic. I'm doing. Do you ever do <clears throat> Captain Brian's? Did I ask you that? No, it's, it's my ship. It's in Marco Island, so it's beautiful. It's a great. Gig. It looks like a B room, but they pay like A and A room, and it's just fun. I mean, being on you know that kind of environment. That Columbus, Ohio, by the way, Funny Bone, that's my home club. That's oh, where really? I started stand-up. Stroop's a great guy. Mm-hmm. I also like Tampa uh, and uh, the Hollywood Improv. How many years? Uh, how many weeks uh, are you on the road a year? I don't know, Joe. It's all according to if I'm doing TV or not. You know, Like when I was doing that Judge show, uh, it was less. I would say at least half the time. And what was that Judge show? It was like... It was called Supreme Court of Comedy. It's actually coming back. But it was on direct TV and... It was fun, you know. It was like uh, I'd love you to do it because what did you, you know, do? You, uh, I'm the judge, and it's right. real small claims cases, and uh, they people sign a, a, a contract that says they can't sue again in a real small claims court. That I make the final decision, right? And I just told them, I said, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't really know much about the law. I said I'm not fair. If it's a hot chick, you're going to win something. And, you know, that's the way life is. You know, I did something exactly like that a long time ago. They really? tried Merv Griffin tried to do it. It's called Rogan's Law. Same thing. Are you serious? We did a pilot for it before I ever did Fear Factor. Yeah. It wow. Just, it didn't, they didn't do it, though. They never uh, Did you have comedians as, as lawyers? Yeah. Yeah. They, no, not as lawyers. There's no comedians as lawyers. But oh. there's a... Uh, God, I wish I could remember their names. So had, well, one, one of the comics, I see him around the improv. I'm sorry, I'm blanking on his name. He was um, the bailiff. And there was uh, another. Comment. No, we had hot chicks as the bailiff. <clears throat> oh, really? And that's, uh, that's why your show worked, and mine didn't even go past pilot. <laughs> we did three. We did three years. Didn't and, Mooney do something like that too? Didn't well, he was on my show a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he, I gotta say, he really gave good energy. He um, really did. He Mooney's he, a pro. He really, he really went out a hundred percent. You know, and it was it was fun. And yeah, who was fucking hilarious was uh, uh, what's that little Andy Andy uh, Kindler. Kindler's very funny. Oh, my God. He had me crying laughing. This little nebbishy Jewish guy was walking around. He's like almost like this Woody Allen look, and he was funny. And it's interesting to see because you can tell which comedians have improv chops and which guys are only funny behind their act right, right. away, you know? Yeah, sure. And I'll tell you who was really prepared to the point where he was like a lawyer was Lovitz. Really? Oh, he went up against Kevin Pollack. Poor Kevin Pollack. <laughs> he was doing Adam Arkin impressions. A- a- Alan, Adam Ar- Alan? Alan Arkin? Alan Arkin. Yeah, Alan Arkin. And he was doing impressions. And these kids, I said, we got like 17-year-old kids in here. They don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Think, you know, it's like Joe Piscopo did one, the Three Stooges. Now they're going to know them again because of the movie. But then I go, first of all, you're not even doing like, at least do Shemp, update it from Curly. <laughs> you know, he's doing Curly. <laughs> You understand what our audience is? So Kevin Pollack does Alan Arkin. And, and what did and Lovitz he, do? Lovitz was just fucking hilarious, and he was really prepared. And he was going, uh, uh, Kevin would go to say something, and he would go, Silence! Silence, you impudent, get queer. You're, you know, you're an alcoholic faggot. He was doing all this shit, you know. Called him a faggot? Yeah, you know, they, they bleeped that <clears> out. But, you know, just like anything he could think of, you know, right. to, 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 to put him, him down. Yeah, it was funny, though. So you did that for three years? Yeah. And it's only on DirecTV? It was, yeah. Did it get on the internet at all? Did anybody think to I don't know. put it on a website? I don't know. I don't know, but we're going to do a podcast, I told you, from the Laugh Factory. Who are you going to do it with? Myself. Just yeah. you? Yeah, well, well unless uh, anybody else is available. Brian? The- you want to you yeah. be in business with Brian? Brian uh-huh. actually does a whole s- string of podcasts. Do you really? In Pasadena. Yeah. yeah, in Your Pasadena, podcast. the Ice House. I have a studio at the Ice House. 
Did I do it with you? Yeah, you were at the, my Ice House oh, Chronicles. that's why I know your face. Yeah. Right? yeah, I already explained that. That Xanax is a motherfucker. Yeah, I remember. Was that here? Was that today? Earlier today. Yeah, it was yeah. this morning when we did the podcast. How many of those? You, you take one half a day? Is that what you do? No, I take uh, a three, three halves. Half. Three halves in a day. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? Uh, I don't know. Five years. Wow. Make ever, a, ever since you left me, you son of a Does it make a, a big bitch. difference? I don't know. I don't know what it's like not to take it. Do you want to? Do you ever say, you know what, tomorrow I'm going to become a vegan, start doing yoga, drink spring water, go for your morning jogs? Never. Or why don't I just jump out a fucking window instead? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I mean, don't. when you when you get ideas in your head of moderation, what is the, you know, you just go, oh, this probably can't be good for me. Let me just kick back a little, stick around a little longer. Like, what, do you, what are you thinking of when you, when you go in moderation? Uh... I think I only think that way when I'm hungover, and then when I'm uh, when I'm normal, I feel invincible. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I'm normal, <laughs> when I'm normal. No, I mean I just feel like I could drink, and I. I, I don't, so uh, a little bit of booze and a little bit of Xanax just makes you feel great. You just feel on top of. The well, world. yeah, I'm, a little bit does a lot of booze. I never, I never. I, I was talking to an emergency room doctor, and she told me that the Xanax that I take. At the level I take it is probably a placebo at this point. Really? Well, she said because you know you never I never upped the dosage mm-hmm. because I'm not that stupid. You know I don't, right. don't want to get to a point. I never got high on Xanax. Well, is that what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to continue to up the dosage? No, but I think if I were an addict in the sense of like being really addicted to the drug and the feeling of it, it would be normal to try and get higher. Right. I think it's just a psychological thing. That I think I need it to go back to sleep and all. Well, when you hear about uh, guys like Rush Limbaugh and he starts doing oxys and you know yeah, yeah. you hear about him doing ninety nine a day, and you know you know you want to do that Xanax every day and have a drink every day. Do you ever see that and go fuck? Like how far away is that from what I'm doing? No, I mean, you're I mean, you're maintaining in a I'm very, maintaining yeah very specific. I dose. worry more about the booze. I mean, like I'm not into like painkiller. Do you, do you remember when I had that operation on my balls? What did you have done to your balls? I had them. A plastic surgery to have them reshaped. No, I had a, <laughs> to make them look yummy. <laughs> I had them ch- dipped in chocolate. Uh, no, I had a, this thing called a spermatocele, and it's a, a, it's a, a rupture of the sperm duct. So your ball starts getting bigger. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I right? do remember that. Yeah, you were in a lot of fucking pain. Yeah, but the thing that was interesting was I never took painkillers because if you moved, it really hurt. But what I did was I'd have Sophie and I would split wine, a bottle of wine. I'd rather get high on alcohol than take Vicodin or something. So I'm a very, I'm not, you know, I'm not really like a drug addict except for one drug. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not like a guy that, you know, just pops pills and fucking drinks like wildly. Wow. I I'm a very conservative addict. But you, you feel dependent on this experience, like having this experience every day, being in that state. Yeah. Wow. But I don't feel bad about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel the need to correct you or uh, give you any advice. You yeah. seem like uh, pretty resigned to it. I'm too scared to. You're scared of his his, <laughs> his, his wit, his comedy. <laughs> scared of what? Scared of your comedy. I'm scared of your comedy. <laughs> scared of your comedy and your wit. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say my, anything. My rapier like wit. Why are you turning on him? Did I, did I go after you too hard? No, no, no. Nah, he needed it. I'm just a beautiful you did a good job. or something. You did what you needed to do. Yeah. And considering the circumstances, how he was behaving. Well, look yeah. at the way he looked, looks Well, he goes over stuff. the top for this show, <laughs> you know, and a lot of people don't Damn understand it. that. It's like half of his fun oh, is to play 
a fucking head wound victim. Right. You know, he, yeah. it's like it's him being silly. He's like plays a character. It's, it's not that I'm play, playing a character. I'm just I don't filter myself. Well, you got to disagree with Joe. <laughs> yeah. What do you get a kick out of disagreeing with the boss? He's not quite like that when the camera's off. Right. I right. filter myself. Act polite. And sometimes he goes a little over the top. I'll come. He's just and... trying. It's all coming from a good place. He's trying to yeah. get better at when to go over the top and not to go over the top. You know, How, how's his stand up? I last that was really good. It's not bad. He's got some good jokes. He's got some good jokes. Mm. He's if he wanted to and he dedicated himself to it, he could be a real professional. Problem is, he's a lazy bitch. Do you want to hear my Bob Hope joke? <laughs> uh, no, right. no, it's actually not a bad joke. All right. Uh, did you hear Bob Hope died today? Oh, really? Yeah. They. Uh, do you think they flew out his body to Iraq to entertain all the dead troops? I'm not sure. Is that a, uh, where's the joke? <laughs> That's the old joke. Oh, that's that oh, yeah. six years ago at Columbus, Ohio, funny boat. I got booed and hissed, and then I quit <laughs> quit comedy for five years because of it. What a relief! So yep. <laughs> Damn it! You know what's you know, you know what's really hard to fathom is, and this is the, not to de- depress you. Right. You're 37. Right. No matter what you do, no matter how much you work, you'll never be as good as, as Joe or myself. I, I know. Isn't that, isn't that sad in a way? Well, no. <laughs> it, 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 you it, could put your whole heart and soul. You could get writers, and you'll just never have that no. natural gift. It, it's not sad you because agree? I don't want that. I don't want. Oh, well, it. it's I easy don't to want say it. you don't want it. No, you don't, you don't have a choice. No, no. I mean, I, I I do comedy for a different reason. I do comedy because I think it's fun once in a while, but I don't obsess about it. Like I do it once a week. I'm good. I'm. I don't care. Uh, it's just kind of because I do so much podcasting. Yeah. I consider this like a different kind of comedy where instead of doing like 15 people at a comedy club, I'm doing you know 500,000 people you know on on podcasts. Yeah, it is a kind of form of comedy. You know, I've heard people say that about posting on message boards. They're like internet comedians, right. just like text based internet comedians right it is there's a there's you know i'm usually somebody that hides in the corner underneath a hat so getting on stage to me it doesn't do anything for i don't get a boner about it like but i do like to be funny and silly and tom's old school he doesn't silly men in their late 30s he's like come on with this come on with (laughs) old school but he is he is funny he could be funny if you know he's funny he's just uh he's he may He's got the man boy market covered. Sweet, you know it's it's a it's a market. It's out there. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Burr attacked it recently. On yeah, podcast. he was really upset about it. <laughs> and I and, and and I totally understand what he's saying, but I don't get un- what alternative comedy is to me. Because if you go to like the, the biggest alternative website, uh, a special thing dot com, uh-huh. they were talking about like Patton Oswalt, Sil- Sarah Silverman. Patton Oswalt Oswalt is one of the best joke writers that I know. Like that guy is fucking hilarious. Alternative comedy is simply a way of saying comedy for us. There were the people like, who couldn't get on yeah. at the regular places. Even the people that could, that they worship like Patton Oswald, who's Zach like you said great comedians it's like it's just comedy man well, you know the idea is that what what Burr said that was so hilarious was that they took the fear out of comedy and they made it so everyone's ultra supportive and you go there and you can be like really awkward and yeah, yeah, tell you. stories that, and he goes meanwhile we had to go through fucking bars you know the, yeah. thing, the, the places that we did stand up we were starting out and yeah. getting booed at and screamed by drunks yeah but do you believe if you're either funny or you're not yeah. Do I, I believe what, that? Yeah. I used to believe that, but then I see people that were fucking terrible and they stuck with it and they figured it out. I want to make Yeah, but they names. learn. You can get you can get to a certain point on on hard work, but there's a certain point you can't get to without talent. Yes. Maybe, I don't know. I would say yes, but I god damn it, I've seen people that I thought just absolutely sucked and they figured out how to be funny. They weren't bad. Well, who's they were the good. Be- who's the best untalented comedian you've ever seen? Mm. 
That's I don't want to say. say. I have one, I but I don't want to say it either. Yeah, I don't want to say. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'll tell you who's All inter- right, name me your three top comedians, us in- excluded, that you see working right now. Working today? Yeah. Doug Stanhope's my favorite. Uh, after that... Doug Stanhope, the only thing about Doug, is, is he like angry about something? <laughs> Can't tell. Are you kidding? Yeah, of course I'm kidding. How dare you. Um, who else? L- Louie, just sheer for sheer prolific wor- amount of Amazing, work. Amazing, yeah. yeah. He just puts out a new hour every year. His stuff's great. I definitely have people I like to see that don't do really necessarily stand up though. Maybe alternative like Don Barris. I if oh, there's only funny. three people that I watch at the comedy yeah, store. Yeah, he is funny. And everyone else I really don't watch. It's Don Barris, Brody Stevens. I saw Dave Norton Taylor. do a headline set in Austin last year when I was there for a UFC and I didn't book a gig. I went to see him at the, uh, the, the what is it, Cap City. He was fucking great, man. He was really funny. Norton killed. It's re- and he, it was so dirty that sometimes I feel like I have too many dick jokes in my act. I'm like, what is wrong with me, oh, fucking yeah. pervert? And then I saw Norton. It was an hour solid of people dick jokes. People shitting on people. Yeah, it's an hour solid of you know yeah. his cock one in someone's mouth. And <laughs> then I laughed naturally funny. the entire time. Yeah, he's he's great. Um, DePaulo's great. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of great comedians out there right now, man. This is a, this is a, a great time for Robert comedy. Kelly's Bill funny. Burr. Robert Kelly. Yeah, well, I, lo- sure. I love Burr, Tosh. Burr's great. Burr's yeah. awesome. Tosh is a natural. And Burr is really prolific, too. Oh, man. He's, come, he's, he's constantly coming up with new shit. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of great guys now. It's a great time for comedy. Comedy comes in waves. You it know? does, doesn't it? Because there was such a dearth of talent at the store. For a long time. Yeah. yeah. And, and your group started up and... Yeah, when we came there in the 90s, remember how bad it was? You'd have these yeah, fucking really guys bad. go up, and they were terrible. There were people that would sing songs, and they wouldn't even have a joke in it. It would just be like a really, like, like a fucking famous hit song, and they would just sing it. Right, right. And then right. end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you remember fucking, what's his name, Barry Diamond? He used yeah. to, walking in, mid, what is it? Walking in Memphis. Walking in yeah. Memphis. He would go on stage singing, and really singing it, and everybody yeah. would be waiting for it to be a joke. I told you he threatened to kill me once because uh, he said I was stealing his act because some bartender in San Francisco said I was doing his act. And I brought him in one night to see me. He, I said, did you see anything? He, he goes, no. Because he, he had asked me to help him out. Or he, 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 he bad-mouthed me to the guys in Atlanta. Right? And I got no beef with Barry. And uh, he said, well, if Dom American headline, why can't I? And these guys are friends of mine. So they call me up and go, who is this fucking guy? I said, Barry, why would you badmouth me when you don't know who's, who's friends with who? He said, well, I'm sorry. Can, can you try and get me the gig now? I go, no, I'm not going to help you now. <laughs> Comedians <laughs> are so screwy. I saw Barry Diamond the other day. I actually talked to him. Really? I saw him do stand-up at the comedy store. How was it? It's good. Barry Did- Diamond's a good comedy. I saw a girl, a girl, chick, woman. Did- did he try to touch you or anything? Kiss me on the lips a little. <laughs> we saw a girl, what? Mary Lynn Rice Cobb? Yeah, she was funny. That's Duncan's old girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ex-fiance. She, she kicked him out and he had to live with me. He lived Are with you me serious? For, yeah, yeah, he lived, he lived here? for a few months. Yeah, yeah. Lucky bastard. The nicest place he ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Did his puppet stay outside? No, I kept the puppet in my room. I said, I keep the puppet. That's part of the deal. <laughs> I want him he, to watch um, me. Duncan's doing great. He's fucking killing him, man. We went on the road. We did Louisville together. He got a standing ovation every time he went on stage. Did he really? It's crazy. It's because of this podcast. Oh, that's great. Yeah, if you do great on the podcast, you know, it's fucking awesome for you. Unfortunately, because of this episode, your Twitter numbers are probably going to drop. 
Really? Yeah. Well, people are gonna unfollow you. you know, I shouldn't have gone into the, the Xanax thing. People <laughs> no. are gonna feel bad for me. No, you're being honest. I think the way you're explaining it and describing it is, um, you know, it's uh, you're you're pretty logical about it. You know, you're I not, can't. Yeah, I can't imagine not doing it. I, really? I'm in love with it. Without it, what was the feeling? What is when you describe anxiety? How would you uh, how would you categorize it? Uh, like tap, like emotional tap dance. Just like you know, jittery and always. Well, I don't. I never wait. I never wait for the moment because I always take the pills. So when did the but, 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 start? You know, I, I'm, I'm fine on stage. Please don't not come because of this. Yeah, why gonna, is that? Because on stage go. you're super calm and smooth. And well, that's because of where I feel at home. Oh, that's crazy. I don't feel at home. Wow. Real world. Imagine that for most people getting on stage and public speaking is like one of the most terrifying things. Joe, honestly, I think my, my pulse goes down when I'm on stage. The only time in, in the last 15 years I was ever like a little bit anxious was Madison Square Garden with Cher because I was worried about the sound system and the people in the back not hearing me because right. I, I heard it was a little screwy. And my sister got a little panicky. About what about me going? She goes, I can't believe you're gonna go up in front of all these people, and that kind of got into my ah. head. And I didn't want to look up at the banners and stuff of the Knicks and Rangers and the history and the Garden, and thinking right. Ali Frazier and oh Sinatra God. was there, and the Beatles were there, whatever. And, did you, know, you lock up? I, I was fine, but I mean, I did have a glass of wine, and I didn't. I wanted the set to be over the first <laughs> one. We did it two nights. The second, it's so funny how relative it is because the next night after the second set. We were at the Pepsi Center in Denver, which is bigger than the Garden, and I thought, oh, it's good to be out of there. I'm so relaxed. <laughs> so, so so relieved. You know? Does the history of the Garden fuck with you? Well, that's what it did, yeah. I started letting it creep into my head. You, uh, you opened for Whitney Houston, too, huh? Yeah, that was uh, not fun. It wasn't fun? No. Whitney, uh, you know, she never talked to me. She had bouncers around her, and, I thought, and they'd say a prayer, and I thought, geez, I don't know if Jesus had 300-pound bouncers. I think they were mostly like fishermen who were kind of thin, <laughs> wafy like And uh, her father was a great guy, and he says, I'd like you to work with my daughter again. This is really going well. I says, well, thank you. I'm thinking, there's no way I'm working with her again. And, and she would come in late. Her and Bob, she was with Bobby Brown already. And they come in, like I'm, one night I'm on stage for 45 minutes at the Sands, killing. And, uh, and I told the audience, I says, look, I got to tell you something. She's not here. I don't want you to think because you're a good critic, because I'm from Philly, and it was right. Atlantic, Atlantic City, and you know a lot of them knew me already. And I said, she's not here. I don't want to leave you in the dark. That's right. why I'm staying on stage. I'm not being self-indulgent. And they start cheering, knowing I was really doing it for them. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, and then she finally came. But How long did you, have, how long did you stay on stage? 40, 40, 50 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, did you do a lot of crowd, <clears throat> crowd work? No, I didn't do any. Well, it's lucky that it was Philly, though. I mean, if yeah. there's any place where you could do that, it's Philly. Well, I mean, the thing is... Especially if they, after telling if, them. If they were upset, yeah. you know, I would have gotten off. I mean, the only time I had trouble uh, with a big crowd was in Dayton, Ohio, uh, because they, boy, they really fucking hated me. They hated me so much, they came to Cleveland to boo me. Are you serious? Yeah. But they couldn't get. I said, "Like you're still here, but you still can't get good seats." They were in the back booing me. Really? Yeah. They hated uh, you so bad they well, came to another place. Here, here's what happened. Well, I mean, they're probably coming. They're probably sheriff fans coming to see her, and, and generally, her crowd was so eclectic that it was easy to do stand up for her because she doesn't get like a rock and roll crowd. It's not like Quiet Riot or something. It's like, you know, she's got people that 
because she won Academy Awards. You got grandmothers with their granddaughters and transvestites. Yeah, people that, forget she won an Academy Award. Yeah, and she's you know, and also an Emmy Award. Yeah, and, you know, she's a badass, she's a great, bitch. great career. Yeah, but uh, so I'm up on stage and this girl starts screaming, and the crowd was really good. This girl starts screaming, "Share, share!" I go, you know, she'll be out in a little while. Share, share, share. And then finally, I lost my patience. I go. I said, first of all, she's not even here yet. She hasn't even put her first eyelash on. She's, you know. I said, there's a break. I said, what do you, who do you think I am? Like the, a friend of the, the owner of the building? I said, I'm a comedian. I got to do share. I go, listen, you stupid son of a bitch. You think I'm gonna, I'm gonna lift up the curtain? She's gonna come out and sing for you, you <laughs> fucking idiot. And then the crowds. And then I went after her, and I just start, you know, boom, one after another. And then the crowds start booing. Whoa. And they got upset with me. And I go, hey, I'm sorry, but she's fucking annoying, you know. And that was my only really bad experience. And, you wow. know, and it's pretty tough when you lose an arena. Whoa. It ain't like you're losing 300 people at a comedy club and getting them back. When you lose an arena, like... Well, it's a real problem when no one wants to see you. Then they're there to see something but else. But see, she put me on the bill, which really made it classy. It wasn't like, you know, special guests or anything. It was like... Dom, you know, opening act. Dom opening, yeah, that's what happened to Kurt Fox recently with uh, Charlie Sheen. Remember that? No, I mean, watch that the video. Bad. They gave him a chance. He ate dick up there. They gave him a chance. No, I disagree. I watched that. Well, they set. weren't. Yeah, no, I'm saying that they, they weren't really there to see him. Then. They were. They were down. They gave him a chance. They gave him a chance, and he didn't come with any jokes. That that's not that's not what happened in that situation. I think Kurt himself will admit to that. He just it didn't work. Well, well, when we had him on the he's podcast, he's got a, a sort of an ironic sense of humor, and he's a, a he's got a good delivery. But I think he requires a, an attentive audience. Yeah, but he also said on the podcast we had at Death Squad that that when he came out, that the people didn't know what to to of course to expect and. And so he came out and just started doing comedy. People immediately, when he came out, started going, who folks this? Where's Charlie right. Sheen? Oh, started, so that's yeah. a big difference. Yeah. yeah, well, that's him being a rookie. He's going yeah, but up these people pay money to see Charlie Sheen and some dudes just sitting there talking. That's what he was saying. On, again, you know? that's him being a rookie. You have to address yeah. that. Yeah. If you're hired as a comedian to go on stage in front of Charlie Sheen and no one knows what the fuck is going on, this is the first show you guys have done. Yeah. And that's what happened. You got to go on stage and you go... You got to set him up. I don't know what the fuck Charlie's going to do yeah, tonight. I think there was think more about how like Kennison would handle that or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. But it's Pacing really the stage. Who's here to see Charlie Shade? Yeah. I mean, it's no, really bad no. if you're not on the bill. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, it's very classy. I mean, Cher was classy, classy. you know. Classy. Well, she had the, the dame had classy. And I think there was something else that like they were waited they were waiting for a long time and like was really late and then well, they were waiting you know, for, there was, for Charlie like to a, write a an perfect act. storm. Yeah, I'm sure. Know. I'm sure there's a lot of that. But you know, you gotta learn how to you got, if you're gonna open for a guy like that, you have to have some fucking rock solid material. Right? What did he you, think you was can't... gonna happen, Joe? What did Charlie, Charlie Sheen think was gonna happen? Well, he was gonna write an act that quickly? Well, that's what he wound up doing. What he wound up doing is bringing comedians with him. I know Russell Peters did a couple of them. He did Toronto with him and a few other places, I think, as well. And they would go up on stage and Russell would sit down with them and Charlie would interview you know, Russell would interview Charlie oh, and talk cool. to him and then crack a bunch of jokes along the way. And you know, Russell's great at that shit. So Russell's so fucking funny. He's a great guy too. Great guy. And he's uh yeah. you know it's so funny, every time I sit next to an Asian person I mean, I'm talking about Asia, from Cambodia to Pakistan. I always ask them if they know Russell Peters. If, if, if we get into a talk, if they ask me what I do, right. and, I go, you know, and they all know him. Wow. To, talk about That's one serious. continent to pick, to, get, yeah. to watch your back, Asia. Dude, Maybe. he sold out the O2 Arena. I think it was two nights in a row in London. That's oh, what yeah. they did to the UFC. 
They do the UFC there. And Russell He's packs the badass. that place with you know, comedy. You know the coolest thing about him is that he constantly like surprises me. Like he he there's this guy named Polly. He's that this big Twitter guy, uh, and he just gave him a chance. Like, hey, why don't you come out to Arizona and Very open up for yeah. me? And then he did the same thing to a door guy, uh, Jesus, over at Comedy Store. Just grabbed him. Was like, hey, he was one of the guys that uh, came to Dead Mouse's studio that night. He he opened for him in Irvine. He brings uh, Mike he Young just, on the road with him too. Yeah, he just grabs people and he gives them chances a lot. Like just random dude. guys and. It's really neat. Yeah, Russell's a real good dude. He's a real good dude. There's a lot of good people in comedy. You know, it's uh, an interesting thing about comedians and you know um, becoming friends with a bunch of them. And you know, it's like you, yeah. know, you get the greatest people to communicate with. You know, it cracks me up when people don't know that we're really friends. Like, this, like they think we're in constant competition. My competition is with me. Yeah, trying to get better. It's like somebody said to me. Um, I don't mean to offend you, but I really like uh, Robin Williams. I said, well, you're allowed to like Rob Williams. I said, what do you think? Somebody even said that about Burr. About, you know, I, I just wanted to tell you, I think he's funny. I don't mean to offend you. I go, offend me? I think he's funny, too. I think he's great. Yeah. I go, what do you think? I think I carry comedy on my back, and, and how dare you insult me by liking another comedian? It'd be a lot of pressure. Well, Dom, you've always been a supporter of comedians. You were, you were always great. You gave me great advice when, when you know, I was f- first coming up at the store. You always, always... When someone have a good set, you would always be like really uh, complimentary and you know t- talk to them about what you really liked. Some comedians don't do that shit. Well, Some comedians they never get, never yeah. go up to a young guy and give him props. I mean, know? I love to fucking laugh. I love to Me see too. Stuff. When you did that, when Joe, your face when you did new rules. Oh, the Anna Nicole Smith joke? was one of the funniest. <laughs> I swear to God, your neck got longer. That was a bit that would new rules work and not work and oh. eat it and kill. And that was a bit that took a long time. I to remember iron coming out. up and telling you that because it was a new line to me. <laughs> yeah. I was fucking crying. New rules. <laughs> the ninety-year-old. Uh, I had to work. I worked on that bit for a fucking year. That was one of those bits that just I just kept tweaking it. I could never get it right. Yeah. You know, I just I knew there was something in this. It's like my Dahmer size bit. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, you only opened up with it today. I think you're gonna be fine. What do you got there, fella? Oh yeah, one of the energy drinks. Yeah, we're gonna wrap this thing up soon. It's almost two hours in. So where are you gonna be next, Dom? I'll be at Hilarious next week, and then uh, in two weeks I'll be. Um, what is it? Twenty fifth, I think. Captain Brian's twenty fifth. Uh, no, twenty sixth, twenty seventh. And you're on Twitter, Dom Irera, I R E R R A, on Twitter. Joe, it was really nice meeting you. Dom, we already knew each other. You mean it's my, it was nice hanging out with you? Oh, okay. Does anybody have any more Xanax before we go? <laughs> Do you feel so, weird about revealing that to the world? No, I don't care. No, you don't no. care. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I. It's the only <laughs> the only thing the only reason I would like to be gay is just to come out. <laughs> just think, just to make the news. I mean, I, just to say you don't give a fuck. But I mean, I'm not gay because I like women so much. But it would be like. I was thinking about it, even at this point, the way I look now, and this is what's great about show business, and you know, is that I couldn't be gay if I wanted to, because I could never get guys as good looking as the girls I could get, because guys are more superficial, and but you can get girls because they like talent and money, you know, so, <laughs> anyway, the guy, who, the guy who got thrown back into the closet, we don't need you out here. That's funny. I would like to be gay just so I could come out. That'd be a great party. That's because it's a news yeah. thing. And just because so you can say you don't give a fuck. Were you surprised when Kevin Meany came out? It was like in his fifties. Joe, 
How many, you, for, there's only a certain amount. Well. There's only a certain amount of show tunes you can sing <laughs> and, not, and not be gay. I uh, was surprised with Todd Glass. Well, I, I, didn't I see was. That coming. I was as well. You weren't surprised? No, but I have a thing on my phone of Todd Glass talking to me that I'll let you hear afterwards. I thought you were going to say. Was he drunk? No, no, no. He, I, I offended him, and he called to reconcile it. And the Florida radio station called me to bust his balls, and I didn't realize what I was saying was part. And I like Todd. I really right. would never want to hurt him. But I was saying that he says you never thought I was funny, did you? I said, Todd, I always thought you were funny. I mean, not like laugh out loud funny, but you know, amusing. Like you're never going to go and, you know, and see a Todd Glass and go, my stomach hurts. But you know, you were funny. I mean, you're like the the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Sunday headliner, you know. And I didn't know it, but that's what he was doing that weekend. Oh. And I was crushing him. And he's a very sensitive guy. And if he hears so you this, just if he hears around. this, I love him. But I, yeah, I was just joking around, and I didn't know I was hitting on some on some sore points, you know. Todd Glass called me up after the Mencia thing. Somehow or another, we got on the phone together, and he was one of like you know a lot of comedians were happy after that went down. But Todd and I really didn't know each other very well, and he was so enthusiastic and happy, and he just said thank you. Thank you, just thank you for doing it. Then he so, dropped to his knees. He goes, that was so amazing. No, I'm glad now in retrospect <laughs> that I didn't give him a, a big long hug and both of my him, parents are retarded. Let him go crazy. <laughs> both of my parents how are dare, gay. How dare he? The gay retards. But you know, there was a few people that were fascinated by it, but he was like super thankful. Mm. And I talked with you know, um Kindler and I briefly said you know, we're like maybe there should be some sort of a fucking comedians union. You know, should there be a union? Or they something they like tried that? it. The yeah. uh, they tried it in New York. What the what was? The, but that was about like pay at the clubs, right? Was that what it was about? No, no, it was past that. It was about uh, health insurance and no. trying to unionize. But it's tough when everybody's in competition with each other for yeah for jobs. Like. I think the only place it would work is if you know when you have to get rid of thieves. That 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 is when having comedians together, like people don't understand the issue behind thievery, and that's why there was a lot of people that thought that what I did was really douchey, you know, when we released that Carlos video. But when you have someone who is being unchecked and they're doing well and they're just running through the comedy world, like people don't understand what that's like. It's like you're working with someone who just might steal your car, and no one else that you work with is going to do shit about it. The guy's right. just going to steal your car. I mean, really, that is what it's like. A joke is actually worth more than a car. Fucking you got jokes a great, are hard. Hey, how about this? As how you about, can tell by your Bob Hope joke. We're at the fucking. <laughs> we're at the. Uh, we're at the Jerry's Deli today eating lunch, and a chick came over and quoted one of your jokes. I mean, think about that joke. That's a fucking fifteen, twenty-year-old joke, right? Yeah. I mean, think about how much that's worth. That's worth more than a car. Yeah. So somebody could just. Gank that's awesome. That, that happened. Yeah. Cool. So, where we were eating. That's so awesome. someone could just gank that. They could just just steal that right in front of you. And we had like a real problem with. We've had a problem with a couple of guys at the store. When you watch that shit happen, and you know we've seen it all. We've all seen it happen through you know several times throughout our career. A guy who comes along who's just a fucking buccaneer who's just grabbing them from all over the place, and nobody wants to do anything about yeah. it. That's the time where I think something like a comedy union would help. You know, we, we could all get together and just all of us unanimously say, ladies and gentlemen of the audience, you people out there that, that pay to see stand-up comedy, this guy's a fucking thief. Yeah. And this is just what it is. And signed, Don Irera, Tim Allen, blah, blah, blah. You know, why did I say Tim Allen? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> never hang out with that guy. It <laughs> was an obscure reference to pull out of <laughs> all the people. I, I never even heard you mention Tim Allen. I think I have. 
and I never have. I met him once. He was a nice guy. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. Went on stage at the uh, comedy store. I was doing a joke about his Ferrari breaking down. Yeah, I know. That's something everybody can relate to, huh? <sighs> yeah. I had, it, broke, it pissed me off because I had to drive my Maserati that day. <laughs> and I hate that. He was sticking it in your face, Dom. <laughs> Dom had a Cadillac once where he put a vinyl roof on it. You know, when you get one of those nice smushy roofs. It might have been one of the last ones made in America. <laughs> Like you had the cabinet and then you had the roof put on. I remember you're like, Joe, I think I'm gonna get a nice soft. Did roof I really? That. You don't remember? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's such a fucking awesome guinea move, and I I I, uh, I embrace so many things guinea. That I thought it was hilarious that you were doing that. I was like, yeah, yeah go for it. I want to get a pinky ring too. Fuck okay. it. <laughs> I was like, I'll goomba it up a little. We're trying to out goomba each other. You know, you, you you and you went and you got it done. You had the, you had a nice Cadillac and you had the uh, the back end. You had a nice. Uh, Vinyl roof put on. Like, what do you think? This looks classier. Remember when cars had those brawls at the in the front that used to be yes, really big? I, I used to have them on my yeah. uh, Supra. I used to have yeah. a really cool Supra leather bra. A friend of mine had an, a Mazda RX-7, one of the fucking cool years, like with the flip-up headlights and shit, and he had a bra, and I was like, that might be the dopest car of all time. Mazda had a hell of a car in that RX-7. Like one of the last models, right around the time where Acura came out with the NSX, around that, and, the, and Toyota came out with the Supra. A, you're not into in cars. John Marrera doesn't even have a navigation system. How about that? Well, because I, I wouldn't be able to figure it out anyway. <laughs> you're burying <laughs> it up. That's so ridiculous. Burry you know, has so, a Prius. He has a navigation oh, now system. Oh, Then he used to. He used to yeah, I, I don't, I don't have cars back. like you have. I mean, my God, they're incredible. And, I'm, and you fucking terrorize me with driving around with <laughs> you. You go from one point A to point B in sixty, uh, it 60 miles me. an hour. Unbelievable! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was getting like G's from getting thrown back, but I tried to act normal. Yeah, my head's hitting the thing. But the, the most cathartic thing about this whole experience was I finally got to tell you I was afraid of the pit bulls. Because I mean, <sighs> like, I, I, I told you without I, reason. I never wanted you to think, and I, I never had the heart to tell you that I didn't want to come to your house. Sorry. I know, I don't, I'm not a pushy person. No, but I mean, you know, like it was always like you coming into Hollywood shooting pool with me there. It was, ni it was nice to get that off my chest just to finally admit it that even that day we were shooting and those dogs were just walking around just solid muscle and teeth, fucking jaws of death. They're sweeties. I believe that, but there's always that one time. Yep, I know what you mean. Well, wait till you meet Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is my mastiff. He's a sweetheart. Oh, he's outside? Yeah, he's a nice dog. He's way bigger than the pit bulls, so. though. Uh, maybe I'll meet him another he's time. He's fucking huge. That's a big dog. I'll meet him another time. He's so strong, it's ridiculous. Like, I've never had a dog that's as strong as him. It's a dog where you, like, if he lunges for something, I got to drop down and dig in with both my feet and hang on like it's a horse. See, like here's I'm, the problem. I, he's going to know I'm afraid of him. No, he's a sweetheart. No, but he's, he knows. They sense it. Yeah, but yeah, trust me, he's a he's, nice dog. He's going to go right for my Xanax. The thing about ma Mastiffs is they're very confident because they're not worried about you at all. Mastiffs are never worried about a person beating their ass. They're Christy had Mastiffs. Yeah, they, they're, because they're so confident, they're so big and so strong, they're very nice. Like yeah. they don't, they're not insecure. Like there's certain certain dogs that feel like they have to establish a dominance over a person right. or scare a person. Mastiffs, they're not like that. If they're barking at you, it's real. If a mastiff is angry at you and barking, you better realize you got a fucking real problem. Because a dog that's that big, you're talking about a 150 to 200 pound dog. Do you know how strong that fucking and, thing and is? And you let those dogs in with the kids? Of course. Yeah. Well, they that, play with the kids. Well, then I'm you sure. You have to have them around kids. If you can't trust a dog around kids, you can't have that dog. No. And my, my dogs exhibit no aggression You have at two all. mastiffs? No, the other one's a bulldog mix. He's a... 
very lazy dog, but he's a sweetheart too. They're both real nice dogs, man. Joe, do you know anything about the Honda CRZ? Is that that the, uh, hybrid I, thing? The hybrid. I saw one yeah, the other day. It's dope it, and it was amazing. It looked like a spaceship. Going well, have by. you seen what they're doing now in a car? They're putting Stitcher in a gang of cars. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be in BMWs it's now. Just, yeah, BMWs. It's Ford. It's it's yeah. a, all the big guys. And now yeah. they also have 3Gs on here. And like like I said the other day, this new iPad has the 4G light on it, Verizon. Yeah. It's faster than my business class uh, charter at my studio. That's incredible. I've yeah. got 4G, uh, a car that I put in my laptop. I'm pretty happy with it. When you actually get a 4G connection, yeah. On the road, it's a little sketchy though, but it's always better than the shit that's in the hotel room. Fuck yeah! Have you seen? Um, well, first of all, let's talk about that fucking virus that we both thought we got. Yeah. If so you don't know it's the flashback virus. If you're using a Mac and you think that you can't get a Trojan, it's not really a virus. It's a Trojan. It's an exploit through Java, and uh, it's. I guess it only works if you don't have your Java uh, updated to the latest and greatest. Yeah, if you if you're one of those people that keep your shit updated, you you're really not going to have to worry about it. I wouldn't also, say that though. I wouldn't say that. Also, it's also it's it's only if you go to some really sketchy websites. Which the more we I re- do. The, the more I read about it, like, and also there's a way to test it to see if you have it. And I tested mine, and I go to the filthiest fucking places in the world, and I didn't have it. I mean, I do look at torrent websites. You test? What do you have to do to test? Uh, you open up terminal, and you have to cut and paste a, a couple. Of different lines of code in it right. the, the easiest way to to actually figure it out if you go to 925.com or mac925.com what is that website right mac925 anyways if you just google mac virus uh-huh. it will come up with a couple pages and there's like a links to sh- uh to the code that you cut and paste into your browser okay and it's at 925mac.com is the one that i saw it on and it's pretty much you just type in these codes and if you don't if it, it tells you what to look for and what not to look for to tell you if you have it. But, you know, honestly, the only thing you really have to do is just open up your little Apple in the left-hand corner, hit uh, hit it, and then go to System Update, and there's a Java update uh, in that if you have it, that will patch it. And if it's not in there already, I mean, check to make sure you have it, then you must have already done Some it. Some people say you shouldn't have Java on your uh, browser. You shouldn't enable well, Java. The problem, you have the, to, though. The problem is, is, yeah, well, when you go to any kind of, when you get, first get your laptop, when you first get your Mac, that's the one of the first things that comes up. Uh, it's like, would you like to install Java? Like, uh-huh. it's not a part of the operating system. It's not a part of Windows. It's, not, it's a third-party thing that you add to your browsers, you know, pretty much. So it's a plug-in. Like, I just had it turned off on this laptop over here, and I tried to go to that Honda website, and it didn't work. The Honda w- website didn't work because I didn't have Java enabled. So I enabled it, and now it works. I checked the, this laptop and this Mac, or this iMac. We, uh, you updated it last yeah. night, so it's everything's cool. And it's if you're looking at if you go to nine to five uh, Mac dot com and you look at the map that that like who's infected, you know there is. A lot of people infected, but this is we're talking about world worldwide. Well, didn't world world? Didn't Don Barris say that he had um, uh, someone Don Barris into his computer? Don Barris had a meltdown last night on stage because uh, he had his Facebook hacked and his Gmail hacked. So then he went in there and changed all the shit, and then they hacked it again. And he pretty much on stage was like, you know what? I give up. I I'm not putting my 
I'm not doing any more podcasts anymore. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm done with this ding dong shit. Like it really freaked them out that people are. Why is it that easy to freak them out? Dumb. You got a Xanax for them? <laughs> well, it's 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 the point that I mean, <laughs> like like we were talking about this hey, the other day. If somebody, if a, if an ex if a girlfriend finds your cell phone and looks through your cell phone, that's scary sometimes. Like you don't know what you fucking say to your friends or like you know like dude dude you see that chick's come tits? over and suck my cock. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Lol. Uh, yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah, it, LOL. It, it's like if I ever <laughs> if I ever die, and my parents find my fucking laptop and they have to go through it and yeah. sort History. things. That's the most scariest shit ever. My mom's gonna be like, "What's wrong with Brian?" Right. And, and then I can't be like, "Mom, no, I downloaded those for Photoshop so I could put Joe's face on it and it's put on his message board." <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. joke pictures. Or I'm not whatever. really into black dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think of that when I'm jerking off on the couch and there's porns left out. If I died, right. like who would walk in and, and see what you know how perverted they are? Yeah, exactly. And so. <laughs> So now imagine imagine the whole internet being able to do that to your computer. Not your mom, not your fucking girlfriend looking at your phone. Now imagine the whole internet being able to access your computer. That's fucking terrifying. Don't you think? It is terrifying. Yeah. It well, terrifies. It's going to happen. I really think that, you know, what we talked about uh with Everlast the other day, where like secrets are on the way out. It's at a certain point in time, everything mm-hmm. you do online, someone's going to be able to read it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to be able to listen to your phone calls. They're going to be able to access. Yeah, that's what I said last night. I was like, Joe, you know there's like at least seven people in New Zealand right now listening, listening to, to this us. phone call that are ahead of it's us boring, in technology. Yeah. That well, can... It's probably boring. Look at yeah. Tiger Woods. A great example. Like When I was a kid, baseball players, they all cheated on their wives. But right. even the sports writers knew it. They didn't, they didn't rat them out. But today's world, you know, Woods, they trace do down everything. Yeah, you know, and he would he wouldn't even been in trouble twenty five. Well, years look ago. at what Michael Jordan probably did is you know double that. I mean, Michael Jordan in his prime. Oh, he did. Yeah, been a goddamn tornado. I'm sure he did. Sweeping white women through the air like semis. <laughs> I think. Did you see that uh, video footage of Dallas? The fucking tornado hitting Dallas and yeah. semis were flying through the yeah. air. Oh my god! Like gosh. paper, Dom. Eighteen wheelers, yeah. full eighteen wheelers, 30, 40, 50 feet in the air, just spinning in circles. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's really weird to watch, man. I would highly recommend though. Uh, this is something that I'm personally going to start doing: is to take your fucking computer and empty it all out onto external hard drives, and then unplug those external hard drives from your computer and only use them when you need to, or make them. A, Jesus, that's be, a lot of work. Son. Yeah, but it, I mean, it only takes it, like if if people are hacking Macs and people are doing this shit nowadays with like WikiLeaks and all this fucking crazy shit. If you really want to fucking protect WikiLeaks, yourself, WikiLeaks, what are you, the government? Well, I mean. <laughs> I think hackers are way above what we know that they are. You know, I think people are downloading fucking large amounts of information about anyone. I think there's fucking message boards that people probably go, "All right, who should we look at their computer today?" Oh, let's go to see Steven Seagal's. Let's, let's you well, know, have you know. seen this new thing on the cover of Wired this month's Wired about the NSA mm-hmm. building like the most incredible security uh, spying computer system ever where they're going to be able to literally keep a data record of every <coughs> phone call you make every text yeah. you send every every phone call that Sounds gets like a sting in song. and out yes yeah, st- i mean could you just stop and imagine that the, the the ability to record every single phone call that gets made throughout the entire country all the time well doesn't like when we when you uh, uh dell is it dell uh, that uh, there's this big computer somewhere that has all this information on it for years, and then mm-hmm. finally it gets thrown out. Like everything we did, everything we did on the computer is, is stored somewhere. Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, 
I have no backup for this. I was hoping you guys new, would agree with new me. New cars, Brian. You're getting so bored with this podcast. No. no, no. Oh, by the way, now I'm doing car. Cleveland. I'm not saying it's long. I'm doing Cleveland this week. Oh, this no, week. I'm kidding. Oh, next week. I think they're cheap too. Not saying it's long. I get it. That was a joke. Yeah. Dom. Joe. Come on. Love you. Love you, buddy. Right back at this you, guy's big boy. Fucking buying cars online over here. Look at him. I'm gonna price it just while. while no, I just wanted to know how much. I saw today, and it really was cool. Impulsive little child can't stay off a website. I'm trying to keep this goddamn podcast together. This guy's on Xanax. You're on marijuana. I'm on marijuana and coconut water. C2O, it is delicious, by the way. It is right, isn't it? It's, it's is this one of your sponsors? No, not really. They're our friends, though. C2O, it's the best. The Who reason why C2O coconut water is so delicious is because uh, it comes from Thailand, and they have a very specific, uh, like it's a, a small boutique company, very specific type of coconut. It's a it's a small tree too, apparently. Joe, can you go over your sponsors with me one more time? Yes, <laughs> I can. But before that, I will tell you Atlanta 420, the Tabernacle. I'm recording my fucking special, bitches. First show, sold out. Is it really? Sec- yeah, second show, almost sold out. Cool. Good, not, lo- good not, luck with well, that. Well, there's a couple hundred seats left. I'm not going to lie to you. you know there's a couple hundred seats left. Well, it's, you know, it's a huge place. But there's plenty of tickets. Go get them. Jump on it. It's going to be... Joe. He's terrific live. the best jo- shit I've ever done. You know how good I am with numbers? It's amazing. Uh, like, for instance, Cleveland Hilarities, their number... Right. In my head, 216-736-4242. You had it written down, you motherfucker. No, I, I didn't. You look. I didn't. I wasn't looking. I was I was depressed. Oh, I'm looking at your paper. You <laughs> lied to me, you bastard. Uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> it's, it's as smart as you a whip. sneak a plug in, Dom. <laughs> what exact days are you there? Uh, next Wednesday, the, the 12th. Meanwhile, he gave out the phone number. Where's the goddamn website? That's This is 2012. It's on my website. What is their website? Oh, uh, Hilarities? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> but I know mine, domarera.com. Dom Irera. I R E R R A. I R R E R A. R R E R I. And I'll, I'll be with uh, Joey Diaz uh, May 17th in Columbus, Ohio. May yeah, 18th I, I in Cleveland. In May today. 19th in Pittsburgh. If you go to Desk. I R R E R R A. There's two R's in the beginning. No, two no. at the beginning, yeah. I R R E R A. I R R E R A. I E R A. That's it. Um, next week, Florida Improv, uh, April. What is it? Thirteenth. Which one, Joe? Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, I love that club. Yeah, it's great. I'll be there in September. I'm tightening up for this uh, Tabernacle show in, um, which is the following week. So I'm two weeks out. So next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I w- stop that. Next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'll be in uh, Fort Lauderdale with Duncan Trussell, and that uh, that's the power push up until the final week. And that uh, that would be the week of the twentieth, April twentieth, Atlanta at the Tabernacle. I'm gonna film it, edit it, release it all online myself. Oh man, got a whole new website coming. I'm 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 ready to rock and roll with this thing. I'm very excited. It's the best shit I've ever done too. And I could have done a special about a year ago. So this is I think is my best stuff ever because it's real tight, and it's been more than two years since my last one. So I'm coming out, guns, blazes, bitches. So check us in the Fort Lauderdale Improv. That's next week, the 13th, 14th, and 15th, me and Duncan Trussell. And then the week after that, the Tabernacle in Atlanta, JoeRogan.net for more details. Thank you to The Fleshlight for sponsoring our podcast. Please go to JoeRogan.net and click on the link for The Fleshlight. Enter in the code name Rogan, and you can get 15% off the number one sex toy for men. Brian, podcast, Friday. Yes, Ice House. Uh, we got Doug Benson, Freddie Lockhart, Jason we have a show, Cibo, a show Joey at Diaz. The Ice House. A show at the Ice House with Doug Benson, Joe Diaz, Jason Tebow, 
Maybe. Joey Diaz. Joey uh, Diaz. I said that. Right? <laughs> Freddie Locker, Did Jason Tebow. Did I say Joey Diaz? Uh, Doug Benson. I don't Doug know. Doug Benson? Yeah. I might have said it. Look, it's going to be a hell of a goddamn show. And it sells out quick because it's only 85 oh, seats. Aiko Tanaka is awesome. Yeah. Oh, are you doing um, the other room? When are we going to do that other room again? That was fun. Uh, oh, the main room? Yeah. We'll try to do that again. That's hard to get, though. Yeah, that was good. we got to get that shit. We'll book it in advance. What's hard to get? Uh, last minute main room at Ice House. Yeah, oh. they booked that shit in advance. Ice room. You, you do the Ice House, right? What a yeah, great, once in a great club. I love that club. We do uh, the podcast there often yeah, on yeah. a regular basis. You were there, Dom. I wasn't. I'd like to Remember? stop in when you're there, man. Come on down, sir. Are you there Friday? What are you doing this Friday? Friday, I no, I already got two spots Friday. Where? What time? Laugh Factory and the st- uh, store. What time are your spots? 10 and 11 something. Oh, wow. Throwing you up late. Well, no, I, went, I put in for late so oh. I could watch it, watch so the games. Sleep in? Yeah, sleep in till <laughs> 9. All right, so that's my, it. My cousin John Wagner, they're doing a, uh, a, a scholarship thing for him in Philly. On the twenty first of April, look, so look on my Twitter and I'll put it. I'll post it. Your Twitter, your Twitter, Twitter. I R R E R A. So fucking retarded. Don Myrera, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks to Onnit.com. O N N I T. Go check out Alpha Brain, New Mood, Troom Tech Sport, Troom Tech Immune, and uh, go get yourself some money off by using the code name Rogan. You'll save yourself ten percent off all orders. All right, you dirty freaks. We'll see you tomorrow with Jim Jeffries. It will be starting. I around, love Jim Jeff. Yeah, me too. We'll be starting around 5 p.m. Pacific Coast time because Jim has a show out this this away. He's going to be at the Canyon Club tomorrow night. If you don't know and you live in Agora Hills, go check out one of the top stand-ups in the country right now, Jim Jeffries, uh, the Australian lad, and he's going to be at. Uh, he's going to be here tomorrow. We'll tell you all about it. So don't miss tomorrow. We love you, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye now. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Dom.